0: Shut up, and sit down. What is going on, dads? And so welcome to episode 53 of the Dads After Art Show, recorded on Sunday, July eleventh, two 2021. We are host Drew and John, and thank you for joining us tonight for some Nintendo and my son, is it going to <laughs> live, jokingly? <laughs> uh, John, my, my, uh, first of all, John, i missed you. I feel like the last week has been quiet. I feel like you've been distant from
1: me. I don't like it. Well, it's because you you can't stop playing Mario Golf, Drew. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Come I, up for some I, air, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that could be true. But yeah, so my, my son today... I think I told the story two episodes ago about he pretty much cut his finger off through a port-a-potty. Yeah, I know. Wait, it, no,
1: it you sounds... didn't tell the story because I didn't know it was a porta potty It was a port potty Wait, so you so you sent me a picture. Your kid, like, hurt his finger, but then you sent a picture with, like, a full hand wrap. I mean, he, like, cut his finger off. It was pretty deep. He
0: They had to glue it back, back, glue it on. I don't know. I wasn't Wait, there. Wait, what?
1: What did he do? he cut his finger he cut his finger you keep saying cut it off well it's just you know one a little bit but well i know when people don't know the story they don't know <laughs> well, so I how don't did know the... say what happened
0: i don't need i don't think anybody fully understands it he he was you know super quick he was um he we were we were at my daughter's softball game we went to the porta potty he went to the bathroom 15 minutes later he went to the bathroom he, he's a four-year-old that's what they do right 15 minutes later, he's, like, standing at the door, and I'm, like, watching the game from, like, 20 minutes from the... 20 feet from the porta potty He's like, Dad, I have to go to the bathroom again. It's like, no, Evan, you don't. You just went twice in the last 30 minutes. And he's, like, has his hand on the door. And I'm like, you don't need to go. He's like, no, I do. And I think his fingers were, like, you know, inside the door, and the door was, like, just resting on him. And I think he just pulled his hand back, and there must have been, like, a, a piece of metal, like, where the latch was or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was from like the middle of his I forget like middle finger maybe to the to the tip. It was oh. like uh, it was like a big slit. Um, yeah, and so, his yeah. hand was
1: all wrapped up, obviously. Yeah, but, so. yeah,
0: there was blood everywhere. It was gross. <laughs> uh, so that was two weeks ago. So so today we're at a cookout, at my brother's house. I'm just you know doing the cookout, manly thin with a you know Corona in the left hand, playing beanbag toss with the right hand, and you know he's probably like. I don't know, a hundred yards, not nah, 50 yards away from it, 150 feet. And he's driving like one of those balance bites, you know, throwing the pedals down like the driveway and he's going pretty damn fast. I'm not going to lie, but whatever. He's a boy. He's fine. So he's like, daddy, look at me. I'm like, all right, you know, pay attention, bud. Like look where you're going. Um, and he did it. So then he went back up the hill and he, he's doing it again. He's like, Hey mommy, look at me. And, Kind of the same thing, like, hey, mommy, look, ah, and he he kind of just fell over the handlebars and went face first into the pavement. Um, and now he kind of looks like Two Faced because half of his face got scraped. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, between him and you know, you're in the same boat having a daughter, I, I, oh man, I'm nervous, nervous. He's gonna drive me insane, and my daughter's just, you know, a a daughter gonna be growing up. I don't wanna, I don't wanna live that life.
1: Yeah, it's like I mean, this this does happen. I actually have probably some pictures of my uh, my first son. Um, half his face was like all shredded up because I was walking with him one time and he slipped onto the sidewalk. I was literally holding his hand and he still fell and hit his face on the on the ground. Um, but there was like uh, it was like a few years ago, the first day of summer, my wife took the kids to this like rock installation that's nearby that's like in our neighborhood, and okay. she wanted to take pictures and my daughter fell and like. Hit at the bottom of her chin and like busted the bottom of her chin open and had to get stitches on the first day of summer. So it happens. But like, I mean, between two weeks ago and today, uh, I just can't wait till the next episode, Drew, to see life Uh, of Evan. Let's let's hope Evan has no stories next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are going on vacation. He's usually good for at least one injury or two when we go on vacation. So (laughs) um I'm sure, but you know, speaking of these cookouts and stuff, John, I feel like i'm I'm getting fat. I, I mean, you know, you had the pandemic. I haven't done anything. I feel like I'm drinking. I'm a borderline alcoholic. but I feel like I'm drinking too much now. You know, I come home from work. you have like one or two drinks. But I feel like it happens. You know what it is? It's the patio with the pool. You yes. have the pool. Anytime I go in the pool, it's automatic. three drinks. It's right. just like,
1: You know, the kids, the pool, I just, I need Which is not a great combo, really. If you're going to be in a pool, it's probably when you shouldn't be drinking at all. But, like, yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of an association.
0: It's just, it's an association. So that doesn't help me. You know, I have my golf league on Thursdays. That's at least, I think I had seven this past Thursday. (laughs) It's just, it's not, I feel like I'm just eating and drinking. I need to do something in my life. And I need to start working out, running. I just don't know how people find the time to do this, you know?
1: You don't really have the time. Yeah, you just. That's nobody. I don't get how people do it. Your kids are younger. My kids are older. I can go for a two hour walk if I wanted to. It wouldn't matter. They wouldn't even know I left the house, Drew. And I wonder what would happen.
0: You know, four and seven year olds. What would, you know, if you left for an hour,
1: probably eat all the fruit snacks and like. No, they'd be like, ah. Yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) How do you keep the kids out of your pantry? Because I I get worried that. That's a great question. We've been leaving the house for the last year and a half or so. Like my wife and I have been leaving the house without the kids. We never would have done that before. We take them with us. But we've been leaving the house because of, you know, bringing them to stores and stuff like that. And I'm just assuming that like when we leave the house, they like raid the pantry and grab like a little snack. Mm -hmm. they think they could grab it's, you know, because they're at that they're at that age where they're young but, like, they know it's like, ooh, what can we do or whatever. Yeah. So, um, the the,
0: well, the day's going to suck when it's like, you ate my snack. You know, right right now I put my snacks on the on the higher shelf so I can't reach. But eventually yeah. that's not going to, you know, work out. And I'm going to go one night and like, I'm going to go have my snack and it's not going to be there. I'm
1: going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I should do, like, a honeypot where I put out, like, a box with snacks. But we never eat them. Just so I know, there's six of them in here, and when we go, yeah. we, like, see what, like, if they grab one. Yeah, or do uh,
0: something like they're not supposed to. Like like, like I said, for my yeah. kids, it's like the fruit snacks. At that age, they want to eat fruit snacks all day, but, right. you know, they're it's for special occasions. Right. You can do something like that with your kids. Do yeah. something that they're not supposed to eat, but see if they eat them. Uh, and Then what do you do if you catch them? I mean, you can't be mad at them. I Maybe mean, it's a snack, but I know it's not and, like they're stealing beer from the fridge. Oh, my gosh. I
1: even soon, I know. though, John, that'll be soon for you. Oh, yeah. Your well, Trulies will go missing. <laughs> my Trulys have been in the fridge, and I was worried like they might grab them because they they are seltzer curious. They always want to like drink the bubbly okay. and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was worried with the Truly like they might try to grab one and be like, oh. But no, they haven't gone missing. They've been sitting there. That's good. Um, so yeah, so well, I'm doing like I think it's funny that in the notes you have I'm fat. But uh, yeah, that's the note. I'm fat. <laughs> I have been doing the uh, the. I I have a diet I want to share with you. Ooh, and i On the treat. I'm I'm in the same as you. Like you, you're putting on some pandemic weight. We have we have some exercise equipment in the house, so we've been mm-hmm. you know working out and whatever. My my wife's still doing ring fit. She's like level 500. It's crazy. That's incredible. Uh, but um, yeah. Lately, I've just been lazy. You're working from home. You know. I mean, you know how it is. And Ooh, um, yeah. so. I started the Jimmy Dean diet. I don't even know what that Uh, is. This is because it it is original. So if you go to like Target, um, probably some other stores. But if you go to Target, there is in the sausage and bacon section. uh, Jimmy Dean has these little uh, they they look like like the ramen um, cups. Okay. Um, So these bigger plastic cups. And what they are is it's egg and like so I got like a meat lovers one. Okay. And if you open it up, there's two like beaten 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 eggs in it. So there's like this this little mini cup with two beaten eggs and then a little package with meat lovers. I think there's like pepperoni and meat lovers and there's a sausage. This already sounds disgusting. Uh, yeah. And you microwave the egg. Oh my god. And then you mix in the meat or whatever. Fake I think you must meat. have They must have one that's just like cheese or whatever, but yeah. It's probably like cat or rat or something, but I get it. It's pretty good. Okay, You mix it in and then you microwave it for another 45 seconds, okay? And it makes this little cup that's sort of like two-thirds full and it's just this – it's like an omelet in a cup. That's the best way to describe it. Is it like juicy? It's – if you microwave it, it's not juicy, Um. I have to microwave it a little bit more usually. But you add water. No, you don't add anything. It's just you put in the the egg, you microwave it, and then you put in the meat, and then you microwave it again. Okay. And so when I used to do like low-carb diets, um, which worked the best for me, I would do bacon and eggs. Like my lunch would be bacon and eggs with like cheddar cheese sprinkled on it. But like my wife cannot stand the smell of bacon cooking. Like, Ooh. so I haven't had to ha- I haven't had bacon since we've been in the house. Mm. Um, So I found this like a couple weeks ago and it's pretty good. I mean, it's just microwavable. It tastes fine. Yeah. And it's kind of like my way of getting like bacon and egg with cheese. And so what I've been doing is every day I don't eat breakfast. I, I, I oftentimes don't. Are you, yeah. you usually a breakfast guy. Or no? I usually when when I like on a typical work day, I make tea and I have tea at about eight o'clock. That's when I start my work day. And then what I've been doing is I'll just go till like eleven. I don't eat anything. And then I have one of these Jimmy Dean cups. And then that's all I have until dinner. Wow. And, yeah. And it holds me over because I find that egg. Egg really holds me over like, you know, it's it's like it's a low carb meal, egg and cheese and meat, which is just the low carb staple. And I'll have a snack or something. I'll have some Hershey Kisses or whatever, but I don't like eat any cereal bars or anything like that. And then for dinner, I just have a sensible dinner. I can eat. I'll eat whatever. And I just try not to overeat, but I'm not like sitting there trying to eat like something very small. I just eat a regular meal. That's yeah, whatever it. you have in that night, maybe a small. Yeah, you're not going back for seconds, or – Exactly. Like Super easy. Yeah. We don't have to like say, oh, we can't have this, we can't have that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, and then I just try to get my exercise in or whatever. But what I always find is I can exercise every day. Mm-hmm. The problem is I just eat. I just eat too much. I graze throughout the day. And, I feel the same way. Yeah. So you know what I yeah, find? No, well, anyway, I've been losing. I've been losing some weight. And yeah, um, good. I have like a whole bunch of these cups. Like I literally went to Target and bought like 7 of them. And I'm like I'm hoping they won't say you're buying too many or whatever, but I'm like clearing out the shelf. But are
0: they in like the frozen section?
1: No, it's or a out? it's a refrigerated section. It's so where you, got, you find sausage, bacon, that sort of stuff. Well, you have to keep them in the refrigerator. I keep them in the refrigerator, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um no, but it's working pretty well and I'm I haven't gotten sick of it and I actually really enjoy the the little egg cup. So um yeah if you're looking i mean low carb is the way to go i'm not doing no carb i'm just doing a carb free breakfast morning and and lunch Mm -hmm. and then i'm just ignoring it so it's just it's a lower carb thing um i like it yeah i I, I enjoy it yeah so Hmm.
0: i find too when i work out or go for a run it actually lowers my appetite so i like doing i like going for a run at like 330 because then I'll eat even like a really small dinner.
1: Yeah, I, I think anything you that distracts you—exactly, um, v- yeah—video yeah. games. I used to call, I used to something where you call it a video game diet. You can get lost in time playing a video game. Mm. So if you're starting to get hungry or whatever, just play a video game and you'll just sort of forget everything. Okay. Um, and I have just played so many video games the last year and a half. And I've been watching the Met game every single night. And mm. um, I don't know what I'm going to do this week at the All-Star break. There's no baseball. Speaking uh, of, of Mets, you did something. I did. <laughs> I ordered I ordered the, uh, the Xbox Design Lab. I actually ordered my Mets controller. Now, we uh, talked about this on the show, right? <laughs> Or is that off the show? I can't remember. It was in you the know, Discord. Because we I, I went to the design so cabin yeah, and I designed it. Mm. But I didn't order it right away. And then I went on vacation when I went to the cabin uh, a few weeks ago. And I actually ordered it while I was at the cabin. Mm. It's uh and it, it came in, in the mail and it's great. That's the pictures let's it let's it's great. It looks exactly how I expected. And the inscription is great. And the great the best part about it is they charge you the price of a controller. It's not like 20 bucks more yeah. or whatever. I did pay for the inscription, but that was separate. I didn't have to. Oh, well, what's the inscription say? It's it's hashtag LFGM, which is LF- the social media. G- well, Mets fans M. for decades would say, let's go Mets. And then you'd say hashtag LGM. Um, but a couple of years ago, uh, Pete Alonzo did. Let's fucking go Mets like at a postgame interview and uh oh. so now it's hashtag lfgm and that cost me ten dollars but if i didn't get that it's the prices of a controller that you buy in the store it's great so uh i love it it's my new main <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, totally yeah and then quick announcement Ooh. um we're gonna have our first TikTok video this week drew yeah. well, don't worry it won't be me naked <laughs> we have a TikTok account if you don't know um we have a TikTok account. I think it's N Dads After Dark show. What is it? End Don't Dads After that. Dark. Well, I just I just look at TikTok a lot of the time, but um we were posting our like 30 second reviews on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um but I stopped after a few because that's really not what TikTok is. Um we got a lot of we got a lot of looks, um, but no followers. But end Dads After Dark. But are we gonna have a real End Dads After Dark TikTok? Uh, probably tomorrow. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I just I, I've i never really made a TikTok video. And um, yeah, I was playing with it today. So um, keep an eye out for that. If you uh, are a TikTok user, are you a TikTok user? You're not. I, I had uh, two bad
0: experiences with TikTok. And um, actually, two one OK one I made. I did one for the Disney guys. I created uh, my dog Goomba went on Splash Mountain. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. And then I made another one. You know, the movie Onward? Uh, yes. So I made myself, you know how, like, the, when they dance and the, um, it's just the legs dancing. Mm-hmm. I did that and I, you know, I, I edited it out like my body and everything. So it looks really cool, but I played the music from onward and they banned the video or whatever, because of music. And I spent so long doing it. I on, had like the tacky oh, pants. Yeah, I had the tacky pants and I had the same color socks pulled up with like the dress shoes. It looks awesome. <laughs> and um, after that happened, I said, I'm, I'm fucking done. I I deleted it. But now I'm uh, going to delete
1: that. Yeah, I, I'll get into like these like 20 minutes of just scrolling through TikTok and just like it, it can be very addicting. Mm. Um, so we'll, we're going to do some game, um, you know, some game themed stuff. Uh, we'll have yeah. some fun with it, Drew. Sounds good. I'm going to try. All right. Um, I would like to know what you've been playing this week, Drew. Should we talk about it? I mean, is that a real question? For no. Sure, let's talk about it. All right, Drew, you and I have been playing Mario Golf Speed Rush. Uh, yes. One of us has been playing a lot more than the other. Mm. That would be you. Yeah. I think I hit
0: 45 hours the first week.
1: Yeah. That's You're a at problem.
0: 45. That's, That's a well, problem. No, oh, now, I'm, now I'm over 50. I'm probably 55. So what do but,
1: you do, aside from the league stuff, which we'll talk about later, yeah. um, what do you primarily do? Um... So I was playing. I was unlocking clubs.
0: Every character in the game has one-star clubs. Mm-hmm. Ten of the 16 characters has two-star clubs. Wait.
1: Yes. Oh, you that'd... mean right now in your game? Right now. Yep. So I have six more characters to go. So you're just basically picking a character. You're doing speed golf, right? Speed
0: golf. That's the way to go if you want points. If you want star points, that's what they call them, I think, right? Yeah. Speed golf um, and focus on collecting coins. Yeah, like slow it like slow it down. Yeah, there's no point in rushing. I Like, I'll run sometimes... another fairway if it's really close by and i see a lot of coins there yeah you just collect Mm -hmm. coins yeah it'll take probably an hour if you go play like 18 holes speed off and focus on collecting coins maybe 45 minutes Um, and
1: and you gotta do a good job too like because you get extra points for birdies and eagles and stuff like that yeah but
0: i was getting like about 1200 star points around
1: so it was pretty good so you can maybe it's basically like three 18-hole speed golfs per character. It gets you matched clubs. Right, and then you just but move probably,
0: on. Probably, probably two because if you're like I for me, I play with my kids. You play online. You try different characters out. So like you gain a little bit of points and you know other, other right. ways you're playing too. So right, yeah. Okay. But I've been playing a lot of that, uh, mostly, mostly all of that. Like I like you said, and then you know last week I I played probably three to five hours or three four hours just focusing on improving my score for the for the golf league we'll get to and then um we played jurassic park lego still with the wife not not really too much more but
1: um we have time on, did you roll credits on it or no we're not even
0: close we, i actually i don't know if i played in a few days we we're still on uh, the lost world so the second hmm. film okay hmm. hmm is it good i mean he's still liking it or he just you guys it's haven't gotten it. i mean i love jurassic park i mean all the lego games are fun um right. My wife is more of the like, if it wasn't for her, we would never beat a level because I'm just the the asshole that like just (laughs) finds the cars and just starts driving everywhere. Or if you can be the dinosaur, I just start running into shit. I'm just going mayhem while she's actually doing the objectives.
1: (laughs) Nice. Uh, Nice. But yeah, that's really it. What about you? Um, I've had an interesting week of gaming. Um, I played, a kind of a game I never thought I would play, but I was on Game Pass and I was looking for something interesting and new, and so I played Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, I've never played a Yakuza game before, and it's one of those games that there's like seven of them, so it's kind of intimidating. There's some remasters. Um, so Yakuza Like a Dragon came out, like, uh, late, late last year, so it's fairly new, um and i was like let me give it a try i heard that this story is not like connected to the other stories so it's standalone um and it is it's standalone i played through it um a lot of fun i didn't even know what kind of genre the game was um Mm -hmm. i just know if you watch the trailer for this game drew it's hilarious and it just had a lot of sense of humor to it and um the last game that i played that i was kind of disappointed with sekiru um it uh, just left me with a bad taste in my mouth, and I just wanted to play something fun. And yeah, it was totally fun. It turns out it's a JRPG. It's a 3D game. Um, it, does, it doesn't look it's not like a, an old style 2D JRPG. But um, yeah, you play in this like big, you know, Japanese open world. That's and um, there's so many things you can do. There's main quests. There's side quests. There are um, missions with you have to ride a bike and collect cans. There's like a Mario Kart type set of missions you do. There is stuff all over the place. There's stores that you help to open. Um, There's all these different like every character has a whole bunch of jobs they can do. So it's kind of fun to unlock the jobs and then get experience in the jobs. Um, There's so many things you can do. It's one of those games that when you finish, um, you could just hang around and just keep doing things and getting deeper into other stuff. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. It was one of those games that you think you're at the end and it's 10 hours more. Um, How many hours was it? uh, I think it ended up being about 35 hours. Um, But man, I thought I was pretty close. I was playing the game almost all day on Friday because I would like do a fight and then there'd be like a 20 minute cutscene and I'm just sitting there working while I'm watching it on my TV <laughs> and then it was like, oh, I'll do another fight and then another long cut scene. It was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a perfect game, but I had a really good time with it. Super chatty with the dialogue. Um, It's one of those things where this, you really are interested in the story. But then the dialogue takes forever and you start skipping through it and then uh, you, and then you're missing yeah. a lot of big chunks of the story because they're just to, it's so chatty. And yeah, it doesn't have to be. The game is very long. There's so much extra stuff to do. They they should have took like, I mean, literally two thirds of the dialogue. They could have cut it out completely. Hmm. Um, that, so that got a little bit annoying, but I had a lot of fun with it. And um, luckily, I did not when I got to the final boss, it, you know, I didn't have to do a whole bunch of grinding. I had kind of grinded as I went um, because I, I might have gotten really frustrated if I uh, got to the end and and just was like, no, forget this. Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. I probably won't play the other Yakuza games. I think um I just don't want to go further in the past with it. Um but I might come back to this game and do some more unlocking and, and trying some other um like um jobs and stuff like that. So um mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of fun with it. Um I, this one was a while back. I finished, I can't remember if I had started it, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Dry twice. This is the second Leisure Suit Larry game uh, of the rebooted series. Um, Both of these games came out on Switch. Um, One of them came out way after it came out on PC. And then I think Wet Dreams Dry Twice actually came out day and date with the other games. Um, And I was gifted this game from the Nintendo Dads to do a review. I have a first look uh, of this one from a couple months ago. Um, And I had a good time with it for the hour that I played it, but I hadn't played the first game. And since I did that first look, I actually did buy the first game and played through the first game. And I actually really enjoyed the first game. And I talked about it here. Um, the, con- the controls were really sloppy, but I-, I enjoyed the game so much anyway. So it tells you that, like, how f- I-, I thought it was really funny and everything. Wet Dreams Dry Twice was not nearly as good. Um, it's the same engine, same graphics, all that jazz. They have a lot of returning characters. Um and the the way they the the way the storyline progresses was just not it didn't feel as classic as point and click games of the past were um it was a little more linear and i had a lot of problems with um like moon logic you know what moon logic is in these games moon logic is when it's like there's something you needed to do and in a million years you would never think that's what i should have done um and this game had a lot of moon logic, a lot of really annoying areas where it's like, what? Like what? You know, you, you get stuck and then you have to look it up and you're like, I mean, a million years, I would never have thought to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So the last six hours of this game, six hours, Drew. Oh, jeez. I had a guide and I just basically quit playing the game and I was just going off the guide. What do I do next? What do I do next? Mm. I wanted to see that the way the story ended because okay. it was a continuation of the first one. Um, but some of the stuff, it was just like, I'm, I'm never going to figure this out. I I hate this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just kind of played through like guide assisted for like six hours and finished the game off. There were some sections that were so obnoxious and I've forgotten a lot about this game because my brain doesn't want to (laughs) remember, but there is a labyrinth, uh, towards the end of this game. There There is a labyrinth. And you go through a room and the joke is that you're with this woman and she goes through the thing and you're like, women are bad with directions. <laughs> uh, so I'll go through by myself. And of course, if you go through a door and then you end up back where you started. And it's one of those where oh, if you go through a door and then go back through it, you might end up in a different room. It's just oh, random. Lord. So that was like, oh, shit. This is like one of those like labyrinths. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like how the fuck do I get through this labyrinth? I kept ending up back at the beginning. I was like, what do you want me to do? And I looked it up, and it turns out there were these rules for going through the labyrinth. It was something like, never go counterclockwise, uh, never go through the door you came through, um, and if you see a hole in the wall, go in the door opposite. And I was like, how was I supposed to know this? And I think it was in dialogue, but this game was getting very chatty, and I skipped it. Ah. Um, so you have to go through the labyrinth with these rules. It's so dumb. It's like really complicated like stuff. And even with the rules, I was messing it up. Mm. And then I finally got through it. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then almost immediately you talk to a guy and then he shuffles up the labyrinth and changes the rules. Oh, jeez. And I can't even explain to you what this with this sheet was. I'm going to like look it up while I talk to you. But um, but like it was like you've got to be kidding me. I'm sitting here practically with the answers in front of me and I still can't figure it out. It was, it was Mm -hmm. the most obnoxious thing. Um, but I finished this game and yeah, now like I would have no interest in a leisure suit Larry three. I thought the first game really was really pure for like what the series is. Okay. Um, this one I really found fucking annoying. So, um, yeah, I'm done with it, but I'm glad I didn't have to pay for that one. um, and then I also played Griftlands, which I was trying to convince you to buy. Oh, my God. I was so close to pulling the trigger. <laughs> I know. It came out last month. It was like 20 bucks. It wasn't on sale, but I saw the trailer. Um, Tom Marks from NVC had mentioned he loved this game. He said it's one of his favorite games of the year. And I realized it was a, it's a game from uh, Clay. And if you don't recognize Clay, they're the ones that do Don't Starve. And they did Mark of the Ninja. I always did enjoy Don't Starve for like one or two runs. And then I kind of got bored with it. But I loved Mark of the Ninja. So I was like, and Riftlands is a lot like Slay the Spire. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm totally in this. Tom Marks really likes it. It's a, it's like a game I like. And I've played clay. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I did not like Grifflands much at all. I, I will say. When you're playing it, you really have to stop thinking about Slay the Spire. But it's so hard not to compare them in your head as you play. Um, and Slay the Spire is a game you and I both love. Mm-hmm. Um, but my God, like, think about Grifflands is basically Slay the Spire, a card deck builder uh, roguelike. That's what I mean by. I mean, it sounds straight on paper. Right. It's a So it's a deck builder roguelike. Great. With a story. And you get to choose instead of going up the spire like you do where you're kind of going up the tree in case you haven't played the Slay the Spire. You pick your path up the spire. Um, you talk to different people and maybe multiple people will have a side quest for you and you can choose which side quest you do and you get different rewards and all that. And so, yeah. Oh, cool. It has like a real story and there's multiple characters, three characters. All of this should sound very familiar to you three characters you can play you unlock them as you go um i thought i would love this i was like a cinch i usually wait for games to go on sale you know but i was like no i'm going to buy it it's i'm going to love it i tr- i gave it like six runs i mean i i didn't just do one run and go no i don't like this i wanted to like it um and i kept trying kept trying i even did a run on my tv to see if like it would be better on the tv i didn't like it and the the problem i realized is i don't want the story um mm-hmm. the story's great and every time i played it was a different story there's different characters you interact with different things that you do really it, like it had a lot of variety i'm sure if i played 30 40 times you get some repetition but yeah, they were yeah, yeah. randomizing all the stuff that you did so that's that part was great but it's like let's go like okay i have my deck and then i i, I beat a side quest and you get a card and you're like cool um But the cards were not very interesting. Like, there was never a card where I'm like, oh, yes. I want that one next time, Yeah, that's going to make, oh, that's going to be so much fun. It was like, all of them were like, oh, this attack is two to five because it's randomized. You don't know. And Uh, then there's there's two decks in the game. This is the part that I really didn't like. There's two decks in the game. There's a battling deck and then a negotiation deck. I already hate it. Yeah. So sometimes when you <laughs> sometimes when you deal with people, you are not fighting them. You're negotiating. You're having an argument with them that you need to win. So you have two decks, and the the argue, the negotiation deck has cards like influence and threaten and stuff oh, like that. I I would no, I would yeah. hate it. So it's, it's like you don't have me. this. It's more fun to have a deck. Yeah. This is my deck. Having the two decks. <laughs> awful are you idea. building both
0: of them? You're building both of them. So you might have, like, one really good, but you have a bad other deck. Yeah, like, it could ruin your grind.
1: Well, yeah, and plus, like, I'm really focused on my attacking deck, because it's just more interesting. Like, a negotiation yeah, yeah. deck? And the uh, negotiation game that you play is so confusing. I I play the game seven times, and I'm like, I don't understand this. There's, like, all of these... Like sometimes somebody can be supporting you and I don't know. They made it really complicated. Yeah. So, um so. you really need to have one deck and you need to have exciting cards. The cards weren't exciting. Um yeah, I tried and I found that I would always get really bored while I was doing the run. Like, even like when I wasn't dead, I was like, mm, if I die, it's fine. I don't want to play this right now anymore. Um, it was just boring. And so it actually inspired me to go back to Slay the Spire <laughs> this week. Because um, I don't want to play anything until uh, Skyward Sword on Friday. I'm Done. Yep. I don't want to start anything new. Did you pre-order? I did not pre-order because Me either. I'm gonna. I'm. I need to get the Joy Cons. Um, and so I'm gonna go to Best Buy when it opens on Friday. Um, they should have the game, but I'm gonna look I for do the Joy Cons. I want the amiibo. I don't yes, have and it. the amiibo I didn't pre-order. yet. So I have the Joy Cons pre order They'll be shipping to my if house. If you go to Best Buy or whatever when it opens. I they will probably have the Amiibo. Yeah, I'm well, you got to sacrifice. Um, but I couldn't pre-order it. But the last set of Amiibo, they had plenty in stock. So I'm just going to go in and it opens. I'll have to send the watch. Um, but I have played a ton of Slay the Spire in the last two days. Um, I beat Ascension Level 3. And I like I told you before the show, I thought I had beaten Ascension Level 4. But I did not. Um, so I'm going to. Yeah, I'm just back on Slay the Spire. I'll probably be playing it all week. Um so much better than Grifflands. I, I I I like what Grifflands was going for, but Slay the Spire is such an efficient experience. You have one deck, you play, you you fight, you move on. There's no story or anything, and I I have a new appreciation for that sort of efficiency. So. Ah. Hmm. Uh, well, John,
0: um I have to tell you. <laughs> this has been a long time coming. But the Dad's After Dark Show is officially brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. <laughs> Gotta love that. Uh, Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. so much me and you did our hands on recently, and must I say, it's, uh, it's a doozy. We'll talk about it more in a minute. But uh, you heard that, right? 4.0, join over 2 million men. You could be that two million and one, maybe worldwide, who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer: for you twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code NINDADS at manscaped.com. That is N I N DADS. John, this has been something that's been, you know, <laughs> I feel like we've done already. I feel like we've had episodes about this thing. We're born for this. So we got a lovely care package from Man's Tape. Um, we got a lovely T-shirt. I'm wearing it right now. It says, Man's Tape, your balls will thank you. Um, we also got a, a 4.0 lawnmower, as well as a nice, comfy pair of boxer briefs. What do they call them nowadays? I don't briefs? know. It's boxers. I mean, like, well, I don't brief. know. I mean, they're, they're like the the soft, tighter on your leg. I mean, boxers yeah. are more like like, like shorts, boxers. I guess, no, they're not. They're like briefs. I don't know the difference between boxers and boxer briefs. Boxers are like, you know, Looser. like cotton, loose, you right. know, funny designs where the briefs are more tight. Yeah. Okay. But they're briefs. Yeah. Yes. But you know what I noticed the other day? I, I go to work, right? And mm. this ties all in. I go to work. I go to the urinal like I do every day. And I unzip my pants. And I'm like, where where's where's my penis? Can't find it because the <laughs> the, the, the manscaped briefs don't have the little pee hole. You know what
1: I'm talking about? Well, boxer briefs don't usually. That's not true. That. It depends. I have nice hangs briefs. They got them. Yeah, I have boxer briefs, but I don't I don't use the hole. So let me you ask know, you It's, it's a you big space. The, if you go
0: to the urinal. Yeah. Do you undo the button in your belt?
1: Yes, you do. Yeah, why? I I don't know. You know why? Because if you unzip your jeans yeah. and then you have to like dig in there and then like go through your yeah. breeze. Yeah. It's That's like, come I'm, on, this is like this I'm is so like hot, silly, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like you're like fisting, in your you're like fisting your jeans, right? You gotta you gotta <laughs> get in there deep. It's like you're working an artichoke or something like that. It's, you know, it's speaking, not... of, speaking of manscaped, I don't understand. You don't these public urinals. It's like somebody manscaped at the urinal. You
1: know, like, you see pubes. <laughs> I'm like, what are these people doing? Like, I don't understand. You know? Maybe that's where people do it. They don't have to clean up after. You just leave a big mess for someone mm-hmm. else to clean for you.
0: So have you tried the 4.0 yet?
1: I have, yeah. What, I've used, it a, I've used it a couple times. I like it. I think the first time you use it, just like with any razor, you just have to be careful. You're, it's a learning experience. There's a certain learn. way you're supposed to move it and it's there's a guard on it. And you want to make sure that you're using the guard in a way that you're the you, the blade is not facing, you know, your your sensitive areas. So you kind to have to like bring it up, bring it up with the guard between the hair and the, the blade. Mm. Um but like, and I was really nervous because if you nick yourself shaving, okay, whatever. But like I didn't want to think about like what nicking yourself down there is gonna do. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 pretty easy. I think um I would also say, you know, you gotta be careful if you're gonna shave a little too close. Mm-hmm. Um you wanna hold the lawn mower so it's that there's a distance and just do multiple iterations or whatever. And it really oh, yeah. does feel like you're mowing a lawn. Um, but don't hold it like right up to the skin no? because you're well, I mean, I mean, maybe you maybe you like that. I, I, I mean, I like going
0: like I, I'll get the straight razor and go over after sometimes. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Yeah. clean as a baby's bottom. Is that going to be a little, a
1: little itchy? Like yeah, you whoa, throw some gold
0: bond on after and you call it a uh, day.
1: Yeah, we had this conversation, but I, yeah. I don't want to anyway. be like uh, clean shaven at all down there. So. It's you nice. can do whatever you want. I mean, honestly, um, I, I keep a little bit of distance. And the great part is you don't have to do it every week. No. Like, you're regularly shaving it, like every couple months. Uh, yeah, I like to do it almost the same as
0: um, when I did a haircut. I get a haircut about once a month. Mm. That's when I'll go down there and trim it up.
1: Yeah, that's your timing mechanism. Yeah. I think everybody will be different. I think once you do it the first time, you'll have a better idea for the next time. But I mean it's it's got like a plastic, what is it? The blade is like plastic. It's it's a it's a plastic blade. Yeah. So if you nick yourself, it won't hurt like a regular razor. Um and it works great. It works for men and women. Um it's it's called manscaped, but I mean it can might as well be womanscaped. It's the same thing. So you know, let your let your wife borrow let your wife borrow it. You know? I, anyway. you know, I tried. Yeah, you know, that's right. It's not just a
0: Manscaped. it's a woman staped. Yeah. Uh and she tried, yeah. So I, I said, uh,
1: "It's there if you need it." <laughs> Here you go, hon. Go for it. That's it. Um, yeah, that was fun. I'm so glad that we're uh, now a sponsor, and I love that we're sponsoring a product that we actually like. So that is very true. We will happily, we will happily talk about it, whether we were sponsored or not, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> As proven by one of our show titles from, like, just a month ago. Correct. All right. What do you say we hit our top ten?
0: Number ten. All right, John. It's here. Kind of here. The Nintendo Switch OLED model. I mean, it's here. It, it might not be the Switch Pro, but it's here. Let's run down the the facts just uh really quickly for it, because you probably have heard it by now. OLED 7-inch screen. For those that are counting out there, um, if you're measuring, <laughs> man if you know what you're talking about, um, the the switch is 6.2 inches, and the light is 5.5 inches. I don't know why. I just feel really dirty talking it, about
1: those it, it, right It's now. a very precise measurement here.
0: Very here. precise. So we're, we're gaining eight, uh, 0.8 inches. That's a uh, lot. That's a lot to gain. There's a lot lot of of
1: pleasure to get from the 0.8. It's going to feel a lot better. It's going to feel
0: better. It's going to feel bigger.
1: Um, yeah, but yet it's all contained in the same size. If That makes sense. That's the best part. Yeah. It's a seven inch screen. So it goes into the bezel. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. It's like when you're limp and then you get a little excited, it's still
0: contained in the same package, but it grew. Um, it has a chit stand that we've we've always wanted and expected because let's be honest, the chit stand now is is stupid. It's non-existent. I like to quote either I don't know if it was Brian S. or or, or Dan from Retrologic about it's like a three-lighted dog before, uh, um, and now now it's the four lights. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's it would be interesting to see. You know, I, I don't really think I've ever played chit stand, but I have. Hey,
1: never know. But yeah, when you have the the old kick stand out, you just got to be gentle. You can't really touch it because it can like it can like yeah. fall over. And now Brilliant. I don't think it'll fall.
0: Or shake the table, depending on where you're playing. Or or if you're playing on an airplane, I mean that was yeah, right exactly. Yeah. Um, new power and volume buttons. It's kind of more smoother now. I believe they're independent, correct? The volume. Uh, yeah,
1: they are. They but they definitely are styled a bit differently. The volume yep. buttons are a little longer. It's just a different style on the top now. Mm. No no big changes. Yeah. just just different.
0: Um, so this is all interesting, and right? I thought I thought um, Tim from the Nintendo Dad had some great points on this with with the the chip upgrades and stuff like that. Where um, obviously the chip has, is the same chip, and there's obviously a big shortage right now with NVIDIA and and all that other stuff. So Tim had an interesting point where he said that you know he wonders if this was supposed to be like the Switch 2.0, but they originally just said, you know what? We're not going to get the chips. How much longer do we want to wait? Let's just put it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Possible. I thought I mean, that was
0: interesting. Yeah, which which leads you to believe is, like you said, is there still a Switch 2.0 in the works?
1: It feels like the refresh we've seen in the past. We've seen this from Game Boy Advance. We've seen this from DS for sure. This is the the closest parallel. Um, you know, we have the, the it comes with an Ethernet port. It has better audio. Um, everything's just a little bit better, and the screen I think is the the big highlight. Um, but it's it's just like it's it's kind of like the switch we wish we had in 2017. It doesn't feel like a big advancement. We could have gotten this in 2017. It probably would have cost four hundred dollars. So that's why that's we didn't true. get it. That's true. That's um, Remember that um, as time goes by, the, the the price of components change, and um, you know so it yeah it, it's three fifty. And really, um, for 50 bucks, you get you get a a good amount for. So think about it this way. They're not going to drop the price of the Nintendo Switch, right? It sells out immediately when it's on the yeah. shelves. So they're not going to drop the price of it. They're, they're a business. They'd be insane to. Yeah, we'd yeah. love for them to drop it to like 250. But there's no reason. It's selling like crazy. But for 50 extra dollars, you get a screen that's about 0.8 inches bigger, which is a lot like if you know like when you're dealing with a 6.2 inch yeah. screen 0.8 is a lot um Ask any female. you get a way better kickstand which you may or may not need um you get the dock with an ethernet port which i know a lot of smash players and other people like Splatoon playing online will want although there are adapters that give you this but now you get it right directly um, yep. and you get better audio in handheld mode um we'll just have to hear it to really know it you yeah. can't, it doesn't come across in a in a commercial and you get 32 gigs more of internal space. Is yeah. that worth $50? I mean, that is to me. I it mean, is. The so, screen I mean, it, alone is worth $50. I think, and and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna pity
0: back all the Nintendo data, so this Is the first thing I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're an OG user like myself, I know you probably have bought over a dozen Switches since I've bought mine. Mm-hmm. But for me, John, I have the original Switch, right? So the battery. Depending on the game, I mean, the battery could be as little as two hours, you know, right. up to maybe three, three and a half. I'm playing a non crazy game. Uh, so, right then and there, this battery life now is what, four and a half to what do they say, nine hours potentially, depending it's on the much game? Much
1: longer, yeah.
0: Um, so, right then and there, that helps me. And then, and all these other things are great. And I've been talking to you anyway because um, I was thinking about buying a Switch Lite for my wife, which I'm glad I didn't. But now. I'll buy this and my kids and my wife, you know, the other family members can have my my old switch. There you go. So, I mean, the other thing to think about this, too, is uh, if even if you aren't sure, you could probably buy this system and the Joy-Cons alone. I bet you'll be able to sell the Joy-Cons for over $100 if they don't sell them separately.
1: Oh, right? be- the white ones,
0: because they're going to be you a know, new set of Joy-Cons are $80 off the shelf. Right. If they don't sell the white ones, I bet you can mark those up close to 125, and people will buy them. Probably. You know, totally, so, yeah. so right then and there, you know that. And let's yeah. say you want to trade in your other Switch, you could almost get it for
1: an even swap. Yeah, it won't be an even swap, but y- yeah, the Whoa. switches have an incredible resale value, and some of those older switches with the older firmwares can actually have really good value too. I, g- I will say though, when you get man, we get a new Switch. New having a new set of Joy Cons feels really good. I want. I. I honestly wouldn't buy it if I didn't get the
0: white. Exactly. Because I don't. I mean, dumb question, John, but are you getting it?
1: I'm um, absolutely. Well, I'm going to try. Correct. I don't know when these things are going to be up for pre order. That's my problem right now. <laughs> but but I'm all, going to try. If I don't get it, I'm not going to cry in my pillow. Agreed. Um, but I'm going to try.
0: Switch. Yeah. Can we yeah. all agree that? Um, let's just hope there's no pre-orders. I want this to do old school style.
1: I want to go sit out at Best Buy, (sighs) you know, yeah, let's do it. Let's go old school. No way. I don't like the battling. Like people wait in line and they can be nice, but there's this inner hostility because everyone wants to get one. And like, you know, you're like smiling at the person next to you and, you know, hopefully they'll come out and give out numbers. Um, But sometimes they don't. And I, I don't know. It's, I hopefully the pre-orders happen. I really wish Nintendo would communicate when the pre-orders are going to happen. I mean, this so is October, silly. What,
0: October 8th, it comes out.
1: Yeah. I just need a
0: game to play that day.
1: <laughs> well, Metroid. No, <laughs> no, all nope. right. um, no interest. There's a lot coming out. Um, I, something, I mean, Metroid comes out that day. Let me bring up my little calendar here because I still have all of these games I'm playing in a row that are brand new. Uh, let's see. Skyward Sword, Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, July twenty seventh. WarioWare, September tenth. Diablo 2 Resurrected, September twenty third. Getting close. So
0: good on that.
1: So maybe that one. Metroid Dread is October eighth, and then the next one's Pokemon Shining Pearl. Would you say Diablo was September, right? Diablo is September twenty third. So you'll probably be playing Diablo on the new Switch. Yeah. So there's a lot coming out. It I am excited. excited for it. I'm I'm excited. I really looks fantastic. fantastic. Are you disappointed it's not a pro and it's not a hardware upgrade? Um, yeah I mean, surely. Will. Of course you're disappointed, but
0: I mean, yeah, does Nintendo need it to, I mean they could, I'm just looking at you know some games well maybe not Marcro, but I mean, Nintendo games in general, does it does it need four k or you know I mean, does it doesn't need them? I, I don't know.
1: That's a tough answer. I you know, like breath of the
0: wild. breath of the wild looks great.
1: Yeah, so here's my here's my deal, I don't care about 4K. I never no. cared about 4K. Um, I, I usually play my Switch handheld anyway. Here's what I'm a little upset about is I love the new screen. And I've always said I would buy a new Switch if it just came up with a new screen. I just want a new screen with less Chrome around it. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, better audio. Great. I usually use my headphones, but sometimes I'm not. I don't have that on. Um, I'm disappointed that hardware is not updated. Because I feel like Nintendo is going to make the same mistake they did before. And they're they're selling now. But at what point will sales slump? And will you be ready with the new Switch? Um, it, 2017, this console came out. And it, the performance doesn't change. And here's the weird part. The games that are suffering on the Switch aren't just the AAA games. The Witcher 3, right? That's the game I'd mm. really love to see play smoother on a Switch. Uh, the Doom Eternals and all that. What suffers is the Zelda games. Age of yep. Calamity looks like dog shit. It chugs in so I many different areas. That's stuff, like, I literally see you right through that. You are different though. You you often don't That's see frame I'm rate saying. issues, but even Age of Calamity has really bad frame rate issues at times. I love the game, but oh my god, it, like after it just looks like dog shit a lot of time. Link's Awakening had those performance issues near the water. And remember, Breath of the Wild had performance issues, especially in the forest. It's weird when the Nintendo games are having performance issues. And what's gonna happen with the new Mario and Rabbids? What's gonna happen with Breath of the Wild 2? It's just weird to me. Splatoon 3 is gonna come out. And I mean, unless they're just gonna make Splatoon 2 with some other features, you gotta imagine Splatoon 3 will have some, you know, new flourishes. It would have been nice to have better hardware for these games. And like I said, if they come out with new hardware and you say, "Hey, Age of Calamity and Witcher and Doom Eternal all look much better," oh man, what a selling point! I really hope that the Switch Two comes out next year. I hope they don't wait two well, more years. For I think now that we see this and mm-hmm. coming on October,
0: I don't, I don't ever see a situation where another Switch comes out before holiday 2022. I, I just can't see them having another. It could happen. It did about it. So so even we talked about, you know, when w- let's say this is 3.0, right? You had the OG switch. You had the center one come out and the red box, right? The, the, the battery upgrade, a few other things. Um, but that one, that one didn't really have a price change, right? So that wasn't really in like, the Tendo didn't consider that as an upgrade. That was, they needed to make some internal changes, possibly to make their, make it cheaper for them, for what you know what I'm saying? So this, Nintendo's advertising this as an upgraded Switch. There's no questions asked. It's a price increase. So so from Nintendo's point of view is this is an upgraded Switch Pro, quotations, in, in some way because it's more money. Do you know what I'm saying? If this was a better chip, this would have been, what, $400 at least? Probably. Maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe like, more? Yeah, looking you know, at how they so, price it. So Nintendo is 100% saying this is different than any other Switch we put out. This is a upgraded Switch. That's the way you can look at it. They're, they're charging you more money. This isn't just this is the new version of any Switch a person buys. You mm-hmm.
1: know? They advertise this as, as quite the upgrade. I think the naming gives it away a little bit. It's, it's Nintendo Switch OLED model. Um, I think what they're saying is this is still the Switch. This is not a pro. This is not an iteration. It's just a different model that has a better screen and some other changes. I think think we can still see a Switch 2. I don't think we're going to get a Switch Pro at this point, but I think we will see it. It'll be the next Switch, which will be a system that plays its own Switch games, its own whatever they call it, Switch 2 games that you can only play on the Switch 2. But hopefully it'll be completely backwards compatible and similar that you can play all the original Switch games, too. That's that's the hope. The question is going to be and, and it's almost exactly what's going to happen. Right. They're going to it's going to support the Switch. The question's going to be, when does that come out? Does that come out for holiday 22? I think it can come out for holiday 2020, 2022. Yeah, um, I, I, and I think I, by I, saying OLED model, what they're saying is this is just the Switch, the same old Switch. It just has a different screen. Awesome. But it's an upgrade. It's it's an upgrade. It's, it's not a huge upgrade. I mean, a lot of people don't it, really it, care for it. Is uh, a better oh, got, kickstand and a I built-in Ethernet port an it, upgrade? Well, mm-hmm. But here's my point. I, I think that they're...
0: They, they added some of these things in, right? Like, added the 64 gates. They're so like, what else do we need to make this sell for more money? Mm-hmm. We just they didn't have to increase that, the, you know, the, the storage space, you know. But then, again, they put in a few little bit things. I mean, once... And we don't know. Maybe their their inner guts of the hardware is the problem. Like like Tim said, they they can't they can't get them. So so what do you do? Right, right. Because you got to remember, they have all these stockholders and and investors that they promised. I, I don't even know. I don't know if you know the, the the magic number of how many switches they were selling this year. Mm. So when Switch Pro couldn't be put out this year what do they do well we still have to get to those numbers or else our investors are not going to be happy we're going to meet our numbers by millions we're going to be short millions and millions of sales so we have to put this model out do it quickly get something onto the street so they can sell 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 and it's going to work
1: um oh they'll sell out yeah so it's it's um that's, I mean, again, it's fine. But it's at what fine. point are are they going to hit a point where everybody who wants to buy a Switch for the first time is going to buy some used one on eBay for cheaper than going to a store? Because people are the Switch is getting long in the tooth, and people have moved on to a Series X or a PS5, and they're going to put their Switch for sale, and sales are going to plummet. They're going to they're gonna plummet fast when it happens. Right now, it looks great, but in a year from now, I don't know. Um, I just hope that they have a switch to plan ready as soon as sales start to slump because I would hate to see this huge user base mm-hmm. just start moving on. Like I said, I'm already playing games on different consoles because they just look a lot better. Um, Cheater. you know, So I you know, I, I like my switch, but I mean, I'm going to play Chris Tails on my Xbox. And, I mean, I tell you what I <laughs> Grifflands looks a lot better on PC than it does on the switch um so you know i see, i'm me, disappointed it doesn't matter it's a card-based game i just give two shits what it looks like when it's when the frame rate is smoother it's just a Listen, smoother experience. i don't
0: get you people that love the graphics but yet you want retro games you guys don't make any sense to me
1: i'm telling you slay the spires on game pass and i'm so tempted to try it just to see if it Listen, looks better
0: i i don't even care about graphics and, like, I'm tired of the retro games. And that's not even yeah. about the just, Right. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I mean, I'm excited. I'm picking it up. and too. um And I think there's already a Switch
1: 2 in the works, but I'm thinking it's not going to be before holiday of next year. Last thing. Last thing. I was listening to the Nintendo Dads talk about this, and the topic came up. They did a poll on Nintendo Dads. Are you going to get the new Switch OLED model? Mm-hmm. And I think it was Marty was saying... You know, yeah, like the you know, most people are not gonna get the new OLED model. Like, you know, it lost. And he said it was like sixty percent to forty yeah. percent. And I'm thinking like forty percent of Nintendo dads community are gonna get the new model? That's a huge number. Yeah. That is a monster. That is people who have the Switch already. 40% want to upgrade. That is That's a, crazy. it doesn't matter that it lost the poll. That is a monstrous number. So I just want to say, like, a lot of people want to upgrade. So it's, it's yeah. And I upgrade. think the people that aren't upgrading, I
0: think there's really two scenarios is, is one, well, maybe a couple, but, but, but one, they play mostly on the TV, right? Because if you play mostly on the TV, there's really zero reason to upgrade. Absolutely. Uh, and, and two, they either probably, just upgraded or bought a light of some sort um or maybe they don't have the fund you know the money right now so I, yeah. I I mean I think that's the only reason I don't think everyone's saying it's you know they don't want it but they just don't need it right you know so' well,
1: the, a white dock a white yeah. dock is pretty hot
0: that's all right I just have to put my uh Nintendo condom on it anyway <laughs> right. I hope it's the same condom I don't have to buy another one
1: the the, the white dock is smaller than the black dock so this so they' don't have to make new ones no, it's just a joke, but I did hear that the switch itself I can't say that. that the switch OLED model is slightly bigger by like a couple millimeters. So if you have one of the um, satisfy grips, I'll be curious Ooh. to see how it fits in the satisfy grips. Um, it's a couple millimeters, but that's a, that's a big difference. Um, yeah. So these Satisfy grips might not work really well with the new one. You might have to really squish it in, which is probably not what you want to do. No. Um, but we'll, we won't be able to know until they come out. So I uh, can't play without one now. That's not good. Yeah, keep an eye for Satisfy um, over the next couple months to see if they release a slightly different uh, mold. Want to buy another one? Got to buy another one.
0: Number nine.
1: All right, Drew. All this talk about OLED. OLED, as you call it. Yeah. Heard of uh, the thing. But what is it? Obviously, we're going to get a bigger screen. And like I said, 0. 0.8 inches is a very significant um, upgrade. Um, when, it, when, when you were dealing with these small uh, screen sizes, 0. 0.8 inches is a large, not if like a big TV, like in your living room. This is for a small device. So you're going to have a lot bigger. But what is OLED? Um, and the big difference between OLED and LCD comes down to the backlight. An LCD screen, if you were to open up your switch, um, there would be a screen and then behind it would be a light panel. And for LCD screens, the bulk of the size is the light panel. Basically, it's a big like light that comes through the screen. So when you're looking at greens and blues and purples on a screen, um, it's the light that's shining through and the color is affected by what kind of light it, it brings in. Um, an OLED screen is actually way thinner. Um, uh, and it doesn't have a backlight. Um, so it's funny is there's going to be more empty space in the Nintendo yeah. switch because they can't make the switch thinner yes. because if they made the switch thinner, the joy cons wouldn't fit right. And it wouldn't fit in the docks right? Cause it's still got to work with the old docs. So yeah, the so. switch is actually going to have a little bit more empty space in it on the OLED screens. Um, the big win you get with OLED is you're gonna get true black. Um, if you are ever playing a switch game at night, um, so try this, like turn off all the lights in your room and play start a game, and at some point you'll have like a black screen. The black isn't black. The black is lit up. What you're seeing is like a glow. That is the backlight. There's no way to do true black on an LCD screen. OLED can. And the reason being is there's not some big backlight on an OLED screen. Um, The pixel is emitting the light. And when you have black, it's emitting no light. So if you're in a dark room with an OLED screen and you're on a black screen, there's going to be like no light in the room. Um, And what that does is it actually makes your images clearer because there is some ghosting and and lighting effects that alter the true image of something um, because of the way the backlight works. So... A lot of these games. This is a this is a great time to go back to some games that you've played before and play them with a better OLED screen. Um, that's going to be really exciting. Um, I don't know what games we might all plan on playing again. Well, I think Diablo will be a perfect one
0: because we're going to be playing it for about two weeks. There's with a lot original, of original, and then we're going to be switching over, and it's going to be a big
1: difference. Should we wait until October eighth? I no. don't know if I can Eight. wait. I mean, th- think about how much progress we'd be behind everybody. It'd be like two and a half weeks behind. People. I know. All right, but it'll it'll be great, um, especially for a game like uh, Diablo with a lot of dark colors. Yeah. OLED screen is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, OLED is great. Also, OLED is supposed to be more energy efficient, but Nintendo's reporting the same battery length times. Um, so you never know with this sort of stuff until you actually have it in your hands. Um, but yeah, some of the advantages of OLED, like the thinner screen. We're really not going to see, and apparently um, the battery power is not super affected by the OLED screen either. But um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be great. So that's what OLED is. And as for how do we what do we call it OLED or OLED? Um, mm. I think everybody uses both. But uh, OLED is what two syllables? OLED. If you went to Best Buy and you were looking at TVs,
0: would the guy say? Oh, here's a nice OLED, or oh, what do you say? Oh, this is an
1: OLED TV. I feel like with the TV you say OLED because it sounds more grand.
0: Uh, correct. But That's why when I've you're never. Dealing heard... with
1: cell phones, I don't know. You just say an OLED screen. I don't know. I've never heard someone say OLED until recently. Oh, now you've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. Number eight. The other big news we got oh. this week, I guess over the it's it's trickled over the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. quality of life updates for Skyward Sword are apparently more impressive than we
0: actually thought. You know, it's funny, me and you were almost like on the fence skip in this game, and now me and you are like, I'm all in, I can't wait, I'm going to get the
1: Joy-Cons, I want the Amiibo. It's like I'm pumped, I can't I wait know. myself. <laughs> I, I honestly, I decided I wanted to replay the game because I really forgot most of it. Me, I, same. But I was like, oh, God, I got to deal with fee again. There were those little annoyances I remember. And like over the last couple of weeks, all of those annoyances I can think of are gone. Um, It's also so we what we found in the last couple of weeks. I did a comparison video, by the way. Nintendo posted a little video this morning of a little part of the early tutorials where they teach you to climb up a set of boxes and jump over a gap. And I posted a comparison video of the clip that Nintendo showed this morning and then a a, a playthrough. And I mean, literally, it goes from like 12 dialogue boxes to like one. It's amazing. Um, and that's not like an incredible achievement by Nintendo. It really shows just like how horribly they did that tutorial 10 years ago. Um, but I think we benefit from the fact that we've all played Breath of the Wild. So we all know what a stamina meter is now. We don't need to know in Skyward Sword. Yeah. Um, but there's tons of those. Um, a lot of the times where Fee would talk to you and tell you some information you really didn't need to know, now it will, like, your sword will, like, glow, and then that's it. You can press a button to talk to Fee. Um, so if you're, like, a beginner or something like that, yeah, talk to Fee and see what she has to say. Um, but you can skip them. So that's great. Um, dialogue is now skippable in the and I didn't even remember this. I had to look this up today. In the original game, you couldn't really skip the dialogue. If you held down the A button, the dial the text would scroll faster, yep. but you couldn't like skip it like tap 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 so tap are you tap tap tap.
0: Skip like the main story dialogue. You think?
1: Well, it's one of those things where you tap A and it just shows all the dialogue, Correct. and then you tap A and then it shows all the dialogue. Like Correct. I don't need to see it go across pretty slowly i i agreed yeah. But yeah you're still gonna read it oh i'm gonna read it yeah i yeah, it gonna read you the get story. it yeah, yeah, yeah. um like you, yeah i gotcha and then and then yeah it's gonna be 60 frames per second which is great i mean it's a it's a wii game from 10 years ago yeah. but you know with nintendo a lot of zelda games are actually running at 30 frames a second mm-hmm. um so this game runs at 60 frames per second and so man like all of these improvements, and it's like, now I'm like, great, awesome. There's improvements with the save system, improvements with using the loft wing. Um, There's so many more improvements. Like Nintendo said, this is just some of them. Like, they went through, and they really kind of improved all these things. So the, I'm totally excited. I I, yep. I can't wait. Agreed. Same. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, so I'm just going to wait all week until <laughs> this is my next <laughs> new game. I'm just going to play Slay the Spire this week, and then Skyward Sword Friday morning. Maybe I'll yeah. take Friday off. Anyway, well, I'll... I mean, you need to get your your Mario Golf's mission in as well. Well, yeah, I just I'll rush through that. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> I see what you did there. You'll rush through.
1: <laughs> Number seven. We've got a question from Timmy, Neoprime Prime thirty three. This is an interesting one, Drew. Which would you rather have? your partner to experience unbelievable sex with you every time, but you don't remember it. Or, you remember everything, it's unbelievable for you every time, but your partner doesn't remember it. So I mean, if you're,
0: if you're
1: asking me that question, it's quite easy.
0: I'm fucking going number two. I want to have the best sex of my life. Who cares about the partner? I mean, what good is having sex every time if you don't remember it?
1: Yeah, I feel like if I'm given this choice, it's if this question were like the sex is great for you, but it's terrible for your partner, then I might be like, well, I might want to sacrifice here. But this is like your partner doesn't remember it. So she doesn't know if it was good or bad. That's right. So. I'm gonna remember it. Hey, it sounds selfish, but it's a hypothetical. So it's not selfish. It's not selfish, John, at all. Yeah, I'm going that way as well. And this is forever, right? Like, is this one time your partner to experience unbelievable sex with you every time? Yeah, this is like forever. You don't get to change this. Mm. So I'm not. I'm not giving this away.
0: But they say you don't remember it. Like when you went up this morning, you just assuming you didn't even have sex
1: last night. Yeah, that's a, I'm kind of interpreting it as versus like it was just so unmemorable because it was so bland. Or I wake up in the morning I'm like, damn, I feel
0: good. <laughs> that was great. And my wife will look at me like, what are you talking about? Right, exactly. And you're like, she doesn't even know. But like, I'll show you again tonight. <laughs> Maybe that's better if they don't remember. It's like, hey, we haven't had sets in a while. But yeah, you can't totally. pull the, well, we had it last night. I'm like, no, no, we didn't.
1: So <laughs> yeah, this is, this is an easy one. That's, that yeah. wasn't even hard at all, Tim.
0: right on mean, the next time.
1: Really yeah. Harder. Yeah. Nah. That's what she said. Nah. <laughs> Let's step up the intensity. Uh, 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 ouch. Uh, huh? <sighs> now that was a great workout. Number six. All right. Now that we got Nintendo Switch OLED model what are the top remaining demands by switch owners drew what's left for you what did you want to see what's what are your last complaints what do you now that you have a, a bigger you have a bigger brighter screen that was always something everybody mm. wanted mm. um you know kickstand cool like some people really wanted a better mm. kickstand not everybody um got a little bit more storage you got better audio and uh, these things were not things we always heard a lot about but what are like the the things left that you're like I really want this I really want to not
0: have to wait 10 days to know how many hours I played a game mm. why do we, why do I have to wait 10 days I don't understand that why does it make it, if
1: it's an internal clock ticking like what is it like why do you have to wait I have interpreted it as um some sort of like competition thing where they just don't want people to be like racing like when a game comes out like like Diablo 2 right when Diablo 2 comes out I'm taking the day off work and I'm going to play Diablo a lot that day because you just want to get a big start into the game before you start getting spoilers and stuff like that Um, and so like maybe by like they don't want people to be like hoarding games early or kids to just hoard games early so they can brag about their hours really quickly they want to give everyone a chance to sort of get in there but here's yeah. the thing. I don't know if we've talked about this, but in like you know, like four or five months ago, they added that trending section on the Switch. Oh yeah. yeah. So you can see how many hours other people have played a game, like right away. But they don't show you yours, mm. and I find it to be a big omission. Even you asked me like, ten, can you tell me how many hours I've played Mario Golf? And I can see that you had played 45 hours. Mm-hmm. But like, how come I can't see my own? When everyone else can see mine, is do they do that because they want people to ask each other? Well, say that again. But you could
0: view it you're within ten days. No, like no, no. I,
1: five days in to Mario Golf, I could see how many hours you've played. No way. Is that yeah? True? Go to the trending section. You can see what people have played on new games. Oh, it shows you for all the games, but it doesn't show newer, you the hours before the ten day mark. And that feature hasn't always been there. That's I don't want to right. say new, but it, it's yeah. it's newer no, than it's absolutely new. If you look at somebody's profile, it'll say like for a game, um, they first played this game four days ago, or something. Right. First played this game nine days. But if days you go ago, to the trending, on the trending, it'll show you their hours immediately. It's still within rounded to five or so, unless it's under five. But yeah, so like yeah, when a, when I like got Skyward Sword comes out Friday. And, you know, ask me on Saturday and I'll, and I'll tell you how many hours you've played on Skyward Sword. But you can't find out your own. You have to ask somebody else to look at your trending. It's weird. Why don't they just show you your own now that they now that they let you see everybody else's? You can't see yours. That's weird. That is um, weird. Yeah. Like, I still want to see the D pad on the left Joy-Con. The um why you still want that? So on the Switch Lite you get a D pad and it, it 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 became my Tetris machine. I only ever played Tetris and Pac Man '99 on my on that, my Switch Lite.
0: Let me, let me tell you right now, let me mm. shatter your dreams. That will never happen. The Switch <laughs> is meant to be taken apart and played tabletop, whatever. You're never gonna get a D pad from yeah. Nintendo on that.
1: But are people just not smart enough to, like, map the buttons to a D-pad?
0: I mean, yes, of course people not. are just trying to pitch the other way, right? Because now they're going to take it apart and say, well, I don't have buttons. I have a D-pad. I want my buttons back. You've no, never seen
1: a D-pad. Yeah, well, I don't think you'll ever see a Switch that comes with the D-pad Joy-Cons, but why not sell it separately?
0: Yeah, buy the NES controller or the Super right. NES controller or the the, the, the Pro Controller. You can even just just sell
1: one no. Joy-Con. The that's, left Joy-Con with a that's D-pad. That's going against like, your brand. Yeah, but they already did it with the Switch Lite. That's like saying
0: if you're a company that sells organic food, you're going to just make one
1: thing that's not organic and sell it under your name. But they, already, no. se- they already sell it not only with a Switch Lite, but there's that Hori D-pad. There's a Hori yeah, controller that has a D-pad. That's an official Nintendo Switch product. They've already it? done it, but it's no, it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's I just want to see it. I don't um, know. I don't need it. Yeah, I, I'm, I still want to see it, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. Mm. Uh, we've talked about folders in the past, organizing your games. Um,
0: yeah, that would be. I mean, I'm either. not one that plays like. I, I probably only play three three games at a time. So, like, it's always on the main screen for me, but I get it. If and I remember the other...
1: 3DS, there's certain games that you play a lot that you would love to keep on your dashboard all the mm-hmm. time just as, a, like, a reminder that it's there. Oh, let me go back to this. They just get yeah. lost
0: really soon. Like you said, yeah, like, Sly the Spire for me is probably might not even be on the main
1: page anymore. Oh, yeah, it's probably not. But I wouldn't so, mind jumping on and a plan to run. Devil's advocate here, I will say, here's one reason why we might not see it. Um, we did see it on the Switch, and we did see it on the Wii U and the Wii, right? However, what was our, our big complaints with the Wii U? The Wii, my biggest complaint with the Wii U was the home screen and the setting screens took forever to load. A mm. game with, like, impressive 3D graphics. I mean, I know it's a Wii U, but, like, like, going through settings was a nightmare on the Wii U. And that was one of the biggest complaints. I mean, and you really, the Switch, one of the over? greatest... Well, one of the greatest compliments of the Switch is the dashboard is so smooth. Going through the settings is so fast. True. And if you play with the Wii U, if you go back to your Wii U and go through settings, you're like, oh, my God, this is horrible. It, so so let me ask you this. How does that relate to, like, Xbox
0: and PlayStation today? When you boot it up, I, don't, I can't even tell you what either one of them's menus look like. They just but how does power.
1: that compare? Oh, the Xbox is very snappy. Um, but it more power, power, like you said, but yes. it's a very powerful console. Um, I never understood why the Wii U was slow. It was, just, I think it's just the way that the game, like, loads the games versus loading the menu. Um, but, yeah, no, it's the Xbox menu is great. I mean, the, the system loads up really fast. Everything's snappy. But it's an it's a next-gen system. But, like, I just want some folders. I really don't even need folders. If I could just get four rows of icons and map Agreed. them, Agreed. I would be happy. Lock, yeah, like, lock them in place. That's it. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to see it until at least a Switch 2 um i think that i think that day's done if we're not getting it now we're never going to get it um it's been four years so we're not going to get it um it's unfortunate i'd love to have a jackbox folder you know just something like that but yeah it's yeah we're never getting it and i don't think we're going to get a switch pro either um so right now the d-pad is my only my only hope (laughs) and even that is just not a good hope um and i will say the hori d-pad like that it doesn't charge if i remember right or it doesn't have Bluetooth. So you, you have to play it in handheld mode. And it I don't even think it charges in handheld mode. So it's kind of like not a real Joy-Con. So it's not even like a solution at all. Um, yeah, just Switch Lite is the Tetris machine. And, and that's it. And that's kind of why I play the Switch Lite portably. Did now. you
0: play Tetris to unlock the Mario Golf? Uh,
1: No, I, I had been doing all the themes as they came. But it takes like an hour and a half to kind of unlock well. it. And the Mario Golf one looks kind of lame anyway. There's nothing none of the themes are really that exciting, Um, Mm. but they get lazy. They put like a wallpaper that doesn't move. They do a song which doesn't fit with Tetris and they do some sound effects. It's really low energy. The Game Boy theme was the best theme ever. And it was the first one because it was really capturing a Game Boy. Uh, mm-hmm. the rest have all been just like cheap game promotions. And I'm sure we'll get a skyward sword beam and, and all that. It's just, it's literally takes them like a couple hours of work. It's, oh, yeah. yep. it's but now yeah, that's it. We're just gonna have to wait for the next switch.
0: Number five. Tonight, John, I want to talk to you about, uh, nature talk with, with us, with the dads. Um, mm. uh, we've, We've been talking about some nature talk uh, throughout the the Discord, right? Uh, Hambone Johnny has been catching bunnies left to right. I think recently he actually caught a possum, believe it or not. Um, Wasn't that... What's that? Sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, Nit uh, Nintendo is that what they, that's his name? Yeah, Nintendo. He uh, he seems to be having the same problem I'm currently having. I believe it's frog maiden season. Oh, now, I'm not sure exactly where Nick lives, but it must be yeah, countrywide maiden season. I think he's in Ohio. OK, yeah. Um, but frauds the, he, he he posted a picture of a fraud orgy. There was like eight like, couples of frauds going at it and they're making their horrific little tree fraud noises, which is obnoxious yeah. and out. And they're on the edge of the pool.
1: They're on the that's edge of his my, pool. That's where mine go. Oh, because they just want to be near the water? I or are they know. like coming in the water? Are you swimming in frog cum? He's got to shot the shit out of it. That's what I told him. He has like, yeah,
0: frogs jerking it right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Because frogs do
1: oral with the tongues. And then, Is that true? Yeah, and then <laughs> the frogs give like hand jobs. No, I don't. <laughs> no, <it is. laughs> Folks, this
0: is not uh, accurate nature talk, but. Um, this is why we can't get to the top of the search in uh Apple podcast. Hey, no one else <laughs> talks about fraud come, I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Uh, but did you hear about. This is kind of out your way in a way kind of.
1: Uh-huh. But
0: um, did you hear about the bear in Montana? No, I did not. So there was there was a woman camping. You know, just doing her thing. I have no idea if she was with family or whatnot. Mm. Uh, the middle of the night, she was sound asleep. But grizzly bear went into her tent, ripped her out, and killed her. Ripped her out? Really? Murdered just her? Grabbed her by the legs and just tried to pulled her out and tried to la- murder. Her.
1: Usually bears don't kill the people. I, they just.
0: I tear agree. The shit out of them. She must. She must have, uh, you know, smelt some, you know, Teddy Grahams or something in there.
1: Wow. That's but the story. That's,
0: that's, horrific. that's just, you know, depressing. There's no happy ending in there. Oh my God. That was just, I was okay. I thought it was going to be a funny story. It is not at all. Nope. Um, <laughs> what else on nature taught this week? I had a, uh, I had a nice buck, a deer in my front yard yesterday. Nice. Um, I had a falcon flying through my yard yesterday, which made me a little concerned for little Goomba. Goomba is about mm. 22 pounds and I feel like a falcon could take him. Wow. So gotta watch out for those big you gotta, vultures. Fatten, you gotta fatten Goomba up. He is over he's overweight. He used he should be
1: like eighteen. He's like 22, 22, 23 pounds. Don't the Jimmy Dean diet is not for Goomba, you need uh, <laughs> the opposite Dean. of uh, uh feed, feed Goomba like actual sausage, like Ooh. those rolls. <laughs> the rolls. <laughs> um
0: last nature talked with the dads is we we went through the, the tropical storm this weekend mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure you saw it went up the whole coast was it
1: elsa uh, elsa, or elsa.
0: Was it? okay yeah elsa yeah, yeah like frozen right yeah, yeah. elsa mm-hmm. no snow just all we got a lot of rain i think we had like two or three inches of rain my mm-hmm. pool was overflowing the frauds probably weren't happy about that i had to take some water out um <laughs> uh, yeah that was it that's that's the nature talk this week you ever not to add any nature stories for yourself
1: uh, no, we get a lot of bunnies in the backyard and, um, uh, but like the neighborhood's fairly new. Um, so we don't have squirrels cause we don't have big enough trees yet. We, we lack in some, I'd love to see like more nature around, but, um, no, well, you don't want squirrels. Uh, no, I I like having little critters and whatever around. Uh, squirrels are not like the most exciting thing in the world. Our last house, we had a fox in our backyard one time, a black fox. Mm, black. Uh, we we had some interesting things. We definitely had squirrels all over the place. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wish, I wish we could get some other like animal life or whatever. But um, uh, we can send you some your way if you want. I would love it. I mean, that's what the East Coast is is for. Yeah. When we went to the cabin, we saw a couple of red foxes. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was definitely more interesting. We saw deer and they were fairly near the cabin, too. That was kind of one of the more fun parts. We'll have to go back up. That's all we really saw. I mean, but you live in Colorado. I feel like you should have a lot of wildlife around. Oh, there is just not in my neighborhood. And since I mostly stay home these days. Yeah, I haven't. Did mean, you
0: don't this. have to have bear out there. I mean, this ought to be
1: right. Oh, we yeah. There's Mountain lions. Um, yeah, no, we have tons of uh, Like, are but, you guys like daily news report
0: like oh someone mauled by a mountain lion today (laughs) not
1: mauled i mean we constantly have reports of like animals on next door we see a lot of stuff but like i said usually it's not like murdered by the bear it's just like hey there's a bear that's cool
0: and they don't usually go into the neighborhoods any of these big animals
1: uh they can every once in a while
0: they'll stray it
1: usually ends
0: peacefully (laughs) (laughs) i mean I hate to say that's disappointing, it's but I disappointing. guess I, I, I want to hear another bear mall store. Just hope it's not you.
1: I mean, we had like some guy who brought 10 long guns and like suitcases of bullets into a hotel in Denver and was going to shoot up the all star game. Uh, but that's not a bear. That's just a piece of shit. Bastard. Jesus. Yeah. See, I can make it serious too, bear Drew. He I was gonna, this guy was going to do something because he got a divorce. Dude, I think I know why you got divorced. You're fucking nuts. It sounds like, like uh, it. Don't shoot up my town, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, we have not uh, no bear murders lately. Just people murders. Glad to hear. I guess. <laughs> Number four.
0: Mario Golf League update is here, folks. The lead has kicked off. Week one just wrapped up. And man. You guys are good. Um, <laughs> 37 people with the final numbers, 36 people submitted a card. Um, that's incredible. I'm, I'm so happy to see all you guys out there. Wait, are we going to call out Frankie P Frankie P you're the only hey, one that didn't submit. I spoke with Frankie P he had a rough week. He's going to be bad for week two. I all talked right. to him. He, 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 he is forgiven. Um, But remember, every point counts. So even if you think you had a shitty round, it doesn't matter because we have these bonus drawers at the end of the season, random drawings that you could win. So you want points. There's a lot Uh, of
1: rounds. And just if you if you are being competitive about it, just do better. You got there's so much time to get better. mm. Uh, All I'm going to say
0: is of all four Nintendo dads are in this Mm. and. Tim and Jesse are currently in the lead of all the Nintendo dads. Um,
1: I I was surprised by Jesse. Yeah, he had a great round. I will Uh, be honest. Jesse, I expected Jesse to be like, here's a pretty bland score. I don't care. I'm going to go back to Doki Doki Literature Club or something. But he he trashed me. He beat me by three. I mean, let's let's talk about this
0: for a second. Thirty six yes. people. <laughs> what place did you come in? I'm thirty one, baby. Ah, but I'm better place. than Ibisell. <laughs> hey, there's 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 a uh, there's a lot of golf to play. Um, like I said, some incredible scores. If you shot nine under par, you were r- in twenty third place. Yeah, what did I, mean, I, I shot like? I thought I shot like eight under par. Yeah, so if you shot, you shot. I have you at. Yeah, because you them. don't have the under pars. Um, nope, you shot the par was 72. You shot 66,
1: so you shot six under. I shot six under. I figured I would be middle of the road. No. I'm at the end of the road. The middle of the road, you needed to shoot like 13 under. I know. I So I will put it this way. I didn't want to dedicate a ton of time Um, because I know I I can't win and I'm just, I'm just playing this for fun. So I said, I'm for every round, I'm just going to, I'm going to put the pressure on myself and I'm going to say, this is it. Just like real life. There's no redos. Like this is your round really going to, I was going to role play it. I did (laughs) restart my round a couple times, hole two, hole three. I restarted, but yeah, no, I just basically did Hmm. my round warts and all and submitted it. Maybe not this week. Maybe I'll give it a few tries and see if yeah. I can do a little bit better because thirty-one's kind of embarrassing. That's embarrassing. So
0: it, it's funny you say role play in there. You know, I was I was golfing the other day, and uh, you know, now so much Mario golf. It's like I'm I'm standing over my ball. This is real golf, and I'm looking at a shot, and I'm like, you know, if I could just kind of be like Mario, mm-hmm. and I could hit it out, and then control it, and then turn it. I think I have to get it on the green. It's a shot that, like, I I had no control, no business trying to hit, and, but in my head, you know, I I just went for it. Like, you ever? I'm sure you've done this. You ever played a video game, whether it was like a racing game or or something? And you're like, I can do that in real life. And then when you go to, you're like, no, it, the mechanics don't work that way in real life. You know, I'm sure there's tons of scenarios everyone goes through, whether it's yeah. you know playing mario kart and then trying to drift your car right. don't yeah. don't do it just right. don't do it um but all i'm gonna say is i'm gonna just give a shout out to the first place people who shot 21 under par john they're mean... perfect i mean it's incredible those people um are pretty much birdie in every hole needle yep. in almost eagle in every almost par five uh that's that's what you had to do for this week's round um this is the easiest it's gonna get folks so i will be shot if you see any other scores for the rest of the year at 21 under um, i want to make it easy but i will say those people were the strategy strategery,
1: strategery, uh, strategery. yeah remember the the strategery joke with snl like george bush said it one time uh, and he said strategery oh, okay. and strategery. and then Will Ferrell lampooned it, yeah, strategery. There we go. Uh Matt's
0: power and the one and only Drew myself. Um we all shot 21 under with a score of 51. Um and then there was tons of great scores after that. Uh you know, 52, 53 and so on so.
1: It's interesting cuz we had a bunch of sign-ups to the dad's Discord because of the golf league. Mm. And the two people that are tied with you, um, I don't recognize the names. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if they're new. I think they are. But I you haven't see. seen their names in any, any previous uh, Monthly Mayhems. And so obviously what, what happened is we drew in people who yes. really are excited for Mario Golf. So it wasn't it wasn't like, oh, I want to be in that golf league. And then they they kind of came in at 31st place, right? Yeah. They're like, no, yeah, oh, yeah. I want to play some golf. I think I can win. And... So, I mean, obviously, there is no perfect score, right? Like a perfect, a perfect score is you d- you never have to putt. You just put the ball in. You did, a, you did a 300 300 every, yeah. it at 300 Yeah. Right. Yep. So and nobody's going to really do that. No. But realistically, the, right now, what we're kind of calling a perfect score is you one putt every time at, at which worst. Would be, which
0: would be about 18 under. Right. So any, okay. I would wow. say 18 under is like the perfect score. So anything above that is crazy. Ooh. I will say in my round that I submitted, I got a hole in one. Um, okay. So that helped. That helped right there as well. An unexpected right. um,
1: extra shot there. So but, you um, basically need to put to get a 21 under, which is what we have three of. Right. You would have to eagle. You've got to put some balls in from like hundreds of yards away. <laughs>
0: Or eagle every par five, which if you have, you know, a player that
1: hits it long, you could be putting for eagle. Well, on sure. But, yeah, but like, yeah, you but for for a few for a few holes, you have to put it in without putting like from yeah, long distance. It's buff, or like I yeah. said, a hole in one instead of on a par three, like
0: that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah. that was week one, which is now wrapped up. Week two, however, is now here. Um, we will be playing speed golf this time. So the way speed golf works, obviously you have to hit your ball and then run to it. We're going to play best time. So what it does is it counts every second while you're playing. And then every shot you take, I think adds 30 seconds. So you want to find the happy medium of best score, um, as well as running fast. Um, So we'll talk about that. Uh, That's 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 strategy right there. No Mm -hmm. means are allowed. We're playing the desert balmy dunes, 18 holes, And uh, the T's are standard, the wind is normal, and special shots are on. Special shots were not on last week. So if you shot 21 under and you use special shots, you're a cheater. I don't know. There's no way to prove it. That's all I can say. Um, And it's going to be the same thing. Please submit by Saturday. I'm flexible with the midnight thing. It just needs to be done by the time I wake up. Mm -hmm. When I wake up, I'd like to just have my cup of coffee. I get the laptop, and I update it. So... Worst right. case, like 7 a.m. my time. Um, but I'm not going to be asking people. I'm just going to do it. So if I don't see it when I wake up Sunday morning, you didn't get your rounds in. Okay. Um, that's how that works. So that's it. That's next week. I'm excited. This is fun. I'm keep turning let's go. it. Oh, let's go.
1: I'm going to do better than 31st place.
0: Number three. All right. Mario Golf. Let's talk about it again um tips with drew this time john i'm i'm here to help you get better that that's what i want i, I want to do um so i talked about it earlier sp- speed golf that is the way to unlock star clubs go play speed golf and focus on coins i already talked about it early in the show but i not talk about it um chipping if you are off the green and like really close like on the fringe or the fairway right around the green or the sand what, trap or this, well, the well, sand trap's a little <laughs> bit different situation. Okay. But if you're chipping, the key is you want to hit like between fifty and sixty percent of the bar, like before the flag. So you want to go about halfway to the flag. Yeah, it really rolls. It rolls a lot. Um, or you can try to go right for a hundred percent and just slam dunk it, but no that's hard. And then if you miss, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, with speed golf, running, I find. Sometimes, like, if you use your special, I feel like your special isn't that great. Mm. I feel like it slows you down sometimes. Um, yes. Okay. If you just hold B and go for the
1: hearts, I feel like it's just faster. Depends on the character. I was it using Paulina, and she motors. And like I didn't realize yeah. it. Like she's faster than my my me is not really that fast, even with B. Mm. It barely makes a difference. I know it goes faster, but it doesn't feel right. Mm. Paulina motors. Yeah, Paulie. she motor boats. Yeah.
0: Um no, so yeah, um uh, use your special run move like in the rough or in the sand, or when you're if you're really good depending on your character, you can time it where some of them jump. Oh, so I you can jump from like fairway to a fairway. Fucking jump.
1: It, I that drove yeah. me crazy because I got an upgrade to that in the can in the campaign mode. Yeah. And it was like, oh, there's a heart, and then he like fucking <laughs> jumps over yeah. it. Like it's ridiculous. And what does the jump do? Like, is it you can land on somebody? Like Maybe. what does the jump do? I don't want to jump. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I'm not a fan
0: of the people that jump either. Um I agree. hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um another tip don't always use the clubs they recommend. It's okay to change the clubs. You do need to look at the elevation quite a bit, right? If you see that it's blue elevation and it's going up, typically means you want to hit like an extra club. You want to hit the ball a little bit further. It's not going to go as far. If you see the red arrows pointing down, it means you you want to hit.
1: Are you talking about putting, or are you talking about? No. Shoot, just when when you look at the
0: map. Yeah, when you're hitting into the green, right? You look at the elevation. There's there's usually blue arrows, means that the green's higher than where you're standing. Okay. If that's the case, you want to maybe hit a little extra club. So if it says you're hitting a seven iron, you might want to actually hit a six iron. If it's red, it's the other way. Red means it's below you, right? So if it's saying that you should hit a seven iron, you might really want to hit an eight or nine iron. You don't want the ball to go as far. Right. Okay. okay. The other tip is spin is your friend. I put spin on every spin. single shot. Yes. Um, and just remember, if you're hitting like a three wood, it's not going to spin as much as like a sand wedge or a pitching wedge would. The higher the ball goes, the more it will spin. So if a pitching wedge goes high in the air, it's going to spin more. So you might not want super bad spin with a sand sandwich. Uh,
1: OK, let me try to give some spin details. Tell me if I'm, I'm wrong. OK, here. so when you just play Mario Golf, if you're not paying attention to tutorials or anything, you're going to tap A to start your swing and yes. then you're going to tap A When you like when the meter goes up at the top, you're going to tap a again. And then there's like a second phase that happens that you might be confused by because it just goes up and then stops. Usually in a golf game, you would hit a to get to the power and then it comes backwards and you have to time it so that you hit it straight. This game doesn't do that. It's all random. If if you just press a that's just standard stuff. However, when you press a to start your swing, if you double tap a. Yep. instead of just single tap A, it does more spin. Yep, top spin, which means right. it will roll further. Right. Yep. So when you're driving, like whenever I drive, yes. I mean, I, I always do a double tap A because I feel like 100%. Oh, I, I want oh, more we'll spin. It. Um, If you press B instead of A, it'll do a little bit of backspin. Yep. And if you yep. do BB, it does more backspin. Yep. Super backspin. And yep. so what the effect of backspin, when you shoot, is generally like when the ball lands, you're you're like deadening it.
0: Yeah. So um, in real golf, you're hitting down on it almost to create that. Right. Dance. Yep. Yeah. So you want to use bat spin a lot when you hitting it onto the green. I use I use the double B constantly. Me too. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah. Hundred percent agreed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and then so the reason they do that is how this Mario Golf did it very differently than the other ones, where like John said, when you when you go up your first meter, you decide on your spin. And then you said, like you questioned, well, what the hell is it the second time it goes up? Because you can't really control anything. It's kind of random, right? Whether it's going to go left or right a little bit. So the second one is when if you want to control curve in your ball in the air um, and that you're going to use the left joystick. You can curve it left, right, or if you hold up, it's trying to hit it higher. So if you're in a bunker with a big lip in front of it, you can hold up and it should kind of hit it higher. If you have like some of the Bowser's courses, um, where you need to hit it like under the gate, you want to hold down on that second one and it's going to keep the ball lower. Hmm. Uh, so that's what that's for. They just kind of changed it a little bit in, in control that way, which I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like the second meter is almost a waste of time. You don't really do much besides that. Um, But yeah, and then when you see on the character selection screen control, that has a big part in that where you either have like one big meter or four individual meters, and then you can control where it turns even more. So Mm -hmm. um, the last thing I'm going to say for a tip is Yoshi, 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 Yoshi is, as what you would refer in the gaming world, overpowered. Um, He hits the ball quite far, and he's the fastest player in the game. That's a tip for speed doll folks. Um, And he has really good spin and control. So he's just by far an overpowered character. If you don't have Yoshi's gold clubs, don't unlock them. Mm. Simple as that.
1: Mm. Hmm. But yeah, that's my tips for the week, John. Very good. I'm glad that you uh, gave me your tip uh, multiple times there. And um, now you got me tempted to try to unlock. I have Paulina and I've maxed out her clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm wondering if I should just grab Yoshi just as like a ringer.
0: Yeah, Yoshi's um, one of the best. Yoshi's also the best in battle golf. He has the best power ups um, where he turns other players golf balls into eggs and yeah. it's nearly impossible to hit any golf shot. So so when you're, you're on the green, right, isn't it like putt. just the green? You can't really put correct. So he's just by far everything about him is 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 overpowered. I mean, he has the best special everything god yoshi. damn it yoshi i know he's
1: still mad from all the times you dropped him in a pit in super mario mm-hmm. world it's god, funny yoshi, get over it
0: yoshi yoshi has always been one of the best mario golf players that's a fun fact for you
1: <laughs> i wonder if the uh the main developers are just big yoshi fans the way uh, sakurai is a kirby fan that's true i mean he made kirby but yeah so mm. there you go folks still playing paulina mm.
0: Number two.
1: All right, I have a story for you, Drew. I love stories. Last episode, two weeks ago, I said I was playing Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. What? I, I can't keep track of these games. This this is like a Soulsborne game. It's made by From Software. It's just like the Souls games, um, but instead of having a sword or whatever in a Souls game or magic, this game you just have a um, you're a ninja. You do have a sword, but it, it plays a lot differently. It's more about parrying and stealth and sword. And that's it. You can't play as a magic user. You can't play with a big axe or anything like that. Um, you don't swing your sword. It's just sort of like a cha-cha. Anywho. <laughs> cha-cha. Um, I'm a big fan. I, I have been a big fan of the, the Soulsborne games. And I think I mentioned last time that I've beaten three of them. I beat Demon Souls, I beat Dark Souls, and I beat Bloodborne. Um, so coming into Sekiru, I knew that it was going to be hard, um, but I was going to have a lot of fun. And I love the challenge of a game. And I didn't mention it in the games we played, but I quit on Sekiru, um very early last week. The reason being is they there's just some huge game design flaws in that game um, that make it very unfun. There are so many boss battles or mini boss battles or elites or whatever you want to call it. So many of them. And these boss characters have way more energy. Um, and they are just, they throw so many attacks at you that you're expected to parry, 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 parry. And what I found, the reason why I quit, I was in this mode of constantly looking at YouTube to find out how do I be so-and-so and there would be some like cheat. There was one character where they say jump on the cliff when he jumps up to the cliff, hit him and then jump off the cliff when he jumps down from the cliff, hit him and jump on the cliff. I mean, give me a fucking break. <laughs> um, so it was just one after another. These characters are so overpowered and they have multiple energy bars, two, sometimes even three. Mm-hmm. And I just got so frustrated going into an area, getting my ass kicked over and over. Sometimes the the difficulty is because you're in a very narrow room and the camera's messing up on you. Um, Just not natural. As you progress through the game, you're learning to parry, you're learning some new techniques, and then you fight these bosses and everything goes out the window. It becomes being cheesy and cheap and finding, like, exploits in the room. And I just, I couldn't stand it. What I wanted to talk about, though, was uh, once I decided to quit on the game, and I've done this before, I go and look at reviews of the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, here's a game that I just can't stand. I really didn't like it. Um, what did other people think? And I started looking at reviews and I found a video that IGN put out, you know, shortly after the game came out a couple of years ago that said, does Sekiro need an easy mode? OK, perfectly legitimate question. Um, I like I said, I have beaten three of these kinds of games. I love challenge. Sekiro is just a different beast. It's just a different beast. And um, I thought the question was valid. Um, This game was very enjoyable. I loved playing the game parts. It was the bosses that were just forget about it. And what I found when I went to this YouTube video, which was very well done, they had a nice debate about whether it should or not. Some people said it shouldn't. Some people said it should. It's just a fair question. They're asking the question and people are sure the comments were beyond toxic, beyond This was basically the ground for people. These are like the most obnoxious gamers, you know, gamer gator people, whatever, to come in and just say the most toxic shit. Here's some of the comments that were written. Game literally designed to fight boss fights. If you put easy mode in Sekiro, it isn't a game anymore. Just some clown fiesta running simulator. Then there was, sure, as long as they call it game journalist mode. Uh, I like games that don't have an option for difficulty. It centralizes the game mechanics and is a fundamental part of the ambiance of the game. I want the game to challenge me, and I don't want to choose to be challenged. Okay, that was less toxic, but... That's
0: that's like some deep, well-written literature right there.
1: (laughs) Yes. Now, here's the problem. The problem with the debate (laughs) is Sekiro does not need an easy mode. It needs a normal mode. It only has... An insanely hard mode. Okay? So we need a normal mode. If you took Sekiro and just kept the game exactly the same, but made these bosses, instead of having two energy bars, just one. I can't even tell you. Imagine you're playing a game, Drew, and you're fighting a boss, and their energy is getting down, 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 and you finally beat them. And you're like, yes, you had a challenge, you fought them ten times, you had to figure out their patterns, and you beat them. And then their energy bar just resets, and you go again. It's like so you don't reset. We've played that stuff. Yeah, and you don't reset. Yeah. And we we I've played a lot of final bosses have multiple yeah, phases and you, you yeah, just yeah. know that's not going to happen. But it's so frustrating when you're fighting a guy and you're parry, 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 dodge, dodge, and then you do one hit on him and then you don't try to hit him again because if you try to hit him again they're going to block it and hit you. And then you go parry, parry, dodge, dodge and then you beat the meter and then you have to do it again. It's like look, oh. it's challenging enough. I had to fight the guy a dozen times, and I finally beat him, one of his meters. And then you just make a second meter. If they just took this game and just made every boss have one meter, that could be your normal mode. That's that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. It is. It gets a little toxic when people start saying, no, you can't make it easy. You are forgetting about groups of people. There are people that play games that are not as good at video games as you are. Okay. This is not, these arguments come up all the time. Is this game too hard, too easy? It's not about you, okay? I love challenging games. I love challenge. I love hard games. This game is just different. I don't want an easy mode. I just want a fair mode. Give me a challenge. But I don't have, I saw a comment where somebody said they played this game for four months before they could beat it. That's great. That's good. You think this game was fun because you played four. Four months of it before you finally beat it. I don't have that kind of time, dude. Yeah, no. Okay? Like, seriously. Um, and we have the same problem in Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is a really fun game. And then you fight the bosses, and they're these huge sponges that shoot out a million projectiles. So here's what I'm saying is it's not about you. When I say a game needs to have a just give me a normal mode. I, you don't have to tell me how great you are at games. Fuck off. Yeah, That's I don't care. great. I you agree. could be. I don't know how much time you have in a day to play the same boss a hundred times. And let me tell you this: most of these people, if not all of these people, have probably looked up YouTube videos about how to beat a certain boss. <laughs> so they're gonna sit there and say, "No, you've got to learn, and you got to keep playing until you do it, and it's satisfying." Yeah, fuck off. You guys looked up how to beat these bosses. I guarantee you, you looked it up and then you just copied it. I got past at least six of these bosses looking up a strategy. And there was always some cheesy shit that you had to do. And you're like, ah, if you, if you just do this, there was one guy where they're like, get this certain attack and then just keep using it. Like you just keep pressing the button over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you'll beat them. Remember the end of Advent uh, Zelda two, when you fight shadow link, right yes super hard nobody can beat shadow link but how do you beat shadow link do you remember no you go to the the left corner you duck and you just keep pressing the sword button you don't even have to look at the screen you just duck and just keep hitting the sword button <laughs> and you'll win because it breaks the game logic that is how you beat most of the bosses in Sekiro. they're way overpowered literally one hit kills oh, one hit kills how is it fun in a game where you're supposed to be parrying and being strategic, mm-hmm. you, you ever play a game when you have to parry the sword at the right moment, you have to time it and parry yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you mess up one time, if your timing is just off on like a six-hit combo, you, you might be dead from one hit. Give me a break. That's not so, fun. So well, that's yeah. Sekiru. So should games have an easy mode? That's my question for you, Drew.
0: Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you one example that jumps out at me where... Okay. Where there's an easy mode incorporated and they did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And of course it's Nintendo. Um and it and it's a game that we've all played recently. Um what's the, the Mario was it world? Oh. Whatever the hell, what's it called? Oh, Mario 3D World. Mario Three D World. Because my kids played that game. And my kids aren't trying to beat some of these levels, but I uh, I correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it that one that introduced like the 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 maybe it wasn't that one, maybe it was a different one. You might that has the- like the the Mario 3D. It, yeah, which one was it? Mario. was the Mario other one that they made? Yeah, Super Mario Brothers U.
1: That
0: where one? they introduced like the the silver Mario in the Tanuki suit. Remember, and you, he couldn't die. Yes. Yeah, wasn't and that? It, uh, yeah. It was. It was. It was like the, the Luigi U one or whatever too. I think. Yeah. 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 I, but my I, point I, is, I, is that yeah. it's a game where, and it asks you, "Would you like to go through the mode this way?" And you mm-hmm. can answer no. Right, because it had the little blot, It added the little blot at the beginning of the level. It's like an invincibility block. Do you need help just getting through this level? Because us as publishers and developers of this game still want you to experience the game, right? And that's what it sounds like this game didn't do, where if you can't beat this boss, you're now stuck and you're dead in the water. You can't move on. So there should be some built-in, whether it's five tries, 10 tries, 20 tries. I don't care, but from your point of view, it's like, I get a video game is, is is a game that you're paying and you want to be challenged. But it's also a story mm-hmm. that you want to play. It's a story you want to finish. It's a movie. It's all of that, right? That's, so,
1: and that's the problem. That's where the toxic shit comes from. Because you can't have a conversation with people about, is this game too hard? Because there is this <laughs> sizable group of people that feel like they – they don't want an easy mode because they want you to know how good they are at games, right? Who you I, I don't think there should be an easy mode because you are imposing on okay. my domain that, where I can beat this game. Then when you beat the mode without activating the
0: invincibility cloak, you get a little medal that says, look, you beat the yes. game without activating
1: easy yeah. mode. And, who, and, it, and you show that off if that's what you want. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because we know it's true. It's white guy shit. That's what it is. There's. It's not women. Right. Yeah. It's white guy shit. It's I have to be against this because you're taking something from me. If you play this game on easy mode and beat it, well, now I'm not special anymore. Right. Yeah. So I want to feel special. I beat Sekiru because I was looking through YouTube videos for four months and I feel special. And you, I don't want you to take that away from me with an easy mode. Yep. Um, just so. But you said something that was. Like yeah, I you you understand me, but you actually said something that showed an inherent bias. You said we want to play games that challenge us. That's, that's not it ever, true for everybody. Uh, I, I, that's not that's true, true for world. everybody. I think let me, let
0: me rephrase that. People play video games to manipulate a, a, a person through a storyline. They right. want to have the ability to. To make decisions and 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 move that person and make choices and all of those things. I just that's what I'm saying. Whether that's a
1: challenge or an enjoyment could be two different things, right? Right. It's like like a challenge from a generic point of view, but not like a not always a difficult challenge. Right? You're cool. being challenged with cool. a puzzle, Correct. you're being challenged with a problem, but it doesn't mean yes. it's like a high difficulty. Um so I'll use it as an that's example I, yeah. again. Yep. Here's the example. My wife loved Hollow Knight. Michelle played Hollow Knight every single day for a long time. Uh, thank God it was before Animal Crossing oh, and loved Hollow Knight. But she could not beat the bosses. She went through every area. She found lots of things, lots of collectibles, hidden things, whatever. Mm-hmm. She had so much problem with the bosses. And that's when I knew that they had fucked up the design on Hollow Knight. The bosses are just stratospherically out of this world difficult. And a lot of times she would hand me my the switch. And have me fight the bosses. And I had a challenging time with the bosses. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew they weren't easy. Um, I'm not an expert game player. But I was like, yeah, these are challenging. These bosses are tough. they like throwing a thousand projectiles at you. And they're so spongy, okay? And you, there's no energy bar on them either. So you don't even know well, how effective you're being. Um, so it was, it was too much. But she loved the story. It took her a hundred hours to be Hollow oh Knight. I was like, wow, this is a big, long game. I was listening to NVC when they were talking about it and Tom described it as like a 10 to 15 hour game. And oh, I was like, wait, geez. I was like, wait, what? I was like, my wife spent 100 hours on this game. It's because she kept dying to the bosses. And then you have to because one of the other design problems is they didn't put a lot of the save areas near the bosses.
0: Oh, so then my you had gosh. to
1: travel to go to the boss over and over and over again. Poor woman. She just kept going. I did. give her credit. She, she, she loved the game, but the there it was it was too difficult. She wanted to see the story. She wanted yeah. to have a challenge, but not a huge challenge. But th- like you said, that that's a
0: perfect opportunity to do this invincibility thing right before the boss. Do you want to do it? Yes or you,
1: no? Yeah, like I mean like they said, like skip the boss. But like if they just would have had and like I said, Hollow Knight's another game. Mm-hmm. You don't need an easy mode, you need a normal mode. It the the Hollow Knight is a hard mode. Mm-hmm. You just need a normal mode. If you just take the bosses and cut their health in half that would have been the perfect challenge for Michelle and a lot of people that played the game that stopped because it was too hard. It gets a lot of praise, but a lot of people stop playing because the game was too hard. Um, so this argument is like, look, that's great. You can beat Sekiro. You can beat all the Dark Souls games. You complete Bloodborne with a DDR pad. But this isn't about you. <laughs> this is about people. There are people with physical handicaps that play video games. That's going to be shocking to these to these people They that with handicaps that they're limited by their physical mobility or yep. they have visual impairments or whatever, that they, they have no shot to play this game. And you can't tell me this game's not for everybody. I understand not every game is for everybody, but I love difficult Soulsborne games. I bought Sekiro that this game was for me and then it wasn't for me. Uh, if you want to tell me sometimes games aren't for you. Well, that's great. Can I get my $30 back? Because if, if I can get my $30 back, then that's fine. But I paid $30 for it, and the boss fights are just so
0: unfair. But, but at the same
1: time, what, they, what the
0: studio does here is now they rub you the wrong way, right? Where I'm done. I'm done, done with the
1: Soulsborne games. I'm not going to play well, any spend, more games from, I spend from software. $30 if you're not going to be able to finish it? I, I'm done. Yeah. And I'm a good gamer, but I'm done. Like, that game was so unfair, I mean, Bloodborne was a really hard game, but when you fought a boss, they had one energy bar and they mm-hmm. didn't throw 18 attacks at you and say, you need to parry this attack so, 18 times in within three seconds or you're going to probably lose three quarters of your health. Like, so, that's not. Oh, no, right. I agree. It's unfair.
0: <laughs> now, yeah. I want to wrap up this segment by turning it around on you and say, is there a such thing as a game being too easy? A lot of games are can be too. But easy.
1: is that okay? Um there are games that have like you you go in and you play normal, they say easy, normal, and then they have hard mode. Mm-hmm. Um usually with those games I always play normal at first, because you don't know how difficult the yeah. game's gonna be. I always play normal mode first. And then if I replay the game and if I found it easy and I want to replay it later, I'll put it on hard mode. I did um I did Tomb Raider when I replayed it recently. I put mm-hmm. it on hard mode for an extra challenge. I understand when games are easy, you don't enjoy them. But again, it's subjective to everybody. A lot of people just want to focus experience. on the story. They want to experience the game. Yeah, they don't need the super difficulty or whatever. And we, you know, it you don't have to I saw somebody also say you're entitled, you feel like the game is entitling you to have an easy time. No, that's not what it is, douchebag. It what it is is You want this game to be available, accessible to as many people as possible. And Celeste did it right. Celeste was a very challenging game, but they have a little mode where you can tinker with the game rules to -hmm. make it easier. So you can make it so that when you jump, you float longer or, you know, there's a whole bunch of things. And literally when you change it, it it actually gives you a warning screen and says, you know, the game developers created the game for the experience they feel like is the best experience, but we understand. Yes. People See. are going to have challenges. So this is totally fine, but just just know that you're you're tampering with what the intended experience. But and that's I, fair. And then people went in think, and changed it.
0: Yeah, but I think that's good, right? So that, that's a good example where the developer understands the audience and then making the game anywhere from an entry-level player to an expert. And Celeste does that, right? They made it, you can play for a young kid, can probably play with this help, all yep. the way to the expert where you have the collect and you can yeah. collect the, the the strawberries and the cassettes, right? So, I, and the same thing about the Mario, right? As simple as that. Do you want the invincibility yeah. cloak, or do you want to collect the three coins in this level? You know, it's and then that's that's what I think makes the difference of a really good video game versus an okay. That Absolutely. they understand the audience and they can make it fluctuate between different age groups.
1: Yeah, I think I think in the old days you could brag and say, oh, I beat Mega Man 2 or I beat Legend of Zelda or like but some those things some are over,
0: John. Adventure those days are done. Exactly.
1: Those it days are over. If you said in years ago, if you said you beat Adventure of Link, people would be like, ooh, that's really good. But that's when the game market was this isolated market, mostly boys, there was um, a, you know, playing. You needed to buy playing. the magazine, strategy guide, and that was your only option. Exactly. Yeah, and those people are reading the strategy guide yeah. and saying, no way. But we are at a point now where the, the difficulty, if you wanted the max difficulty, that's now captured in achievements and trophies. Like mm-hmm. if you want to go through the game and play it on hard mode and you'll get this trophy and yep. you can show off that trophy and say to people, look, I beat this game in hard mode and I'll be impressed and go, wow, that's pretty good. That was a hard game on easy mode. That's what trophies do now. Just yep. do it like that. Um, If you go to Celeste and you change this setting, you won't you won't win this trophy. We've seen it in games. You won't get this badge. You yep. won't get the max score. That's how you do it. You want your game available to as many people as possible. I've played games. I can beat Hollow Knight, right? My wife was not able to beat Hollow Knight without my help on the bosses. I was able to beat Hollow Knight by myself. But I also think that game is way too difficult for what it is. They should have made a hard mode. And I can say that having beaten it. It's okay to think about other people. So that's my advice to the YouTube commenters that were saying they should call it game journalist mode. No, these game journalists are really good at games and they can beat the games on their own. It's all about, yeah, but I am doing a review and this is too hard for people. Mm -hmm. And it's totally fair. Even if you beat the game, it is totally fair to say this game is, is too hard. It's too hard. You go through like these guys really quickly. And then the boss just keeps you held up for three hours. Like that's not, that's not that's not how you do it. So, um, yeah, I think all games should have an ability, an easy mode, a normal mode, a hard mode, whatever it is. but, um, just try to make games available to everybody that's, that's how you that's how Nintendo does it
0: and number one, all right, John, the last one here, um, similar conversation I think that we just had a little bit, but This time I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. do we hold video games today, today's world, to too high of a standard, Mm. right? I think, um, you know, we're going to use Mario Golf as our latest example since that's the hot topic, right? You know, people say, oh, Nintendo published game, Mario Golf, I love Mario themed, I love Nintendo, I'm going to love this game. And then when they get it, they say... (laughs) well shit this is a golf game like no shit it's a golf game you know and 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 then people can bash it right and they say you know the story mode sucks and how come they didn't do this right so i i think the standard is in general right and and i think that's just an example another big example i want to use now is you know Voice acting. Oh, well, the game didn't have voice acting or mm. these games didn't have rendered 4K cutscenes. scenes, you know, outside of the Tendo. But, you know, so I think in general are what is the standard for a video game today? Right. And what are what are people holding them to? Is Are the standards just too
1: high nowadays? Can we just have a, a short game and enjoy it? You know, we're guilty of it to an extent. Um, oh, we all are. We, we're in a social media world. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody, everybody streams. We all want to have our opinion. And very naturally, we all gravitate towards what is an opinion I can give that's different than everybody else? Mm-hmm. If a really good game comes out, I don't want to say Breath of the Wild is good. Right. So you'll get the people that say, hmm, uh, I find Breath of the Wild's world empty. Um, And then when everyone a lot of people said that they go, you know, what about Breath of the Wild? I feel like the sword breakage is not good. Like we get we get these different opinions. Mario Golf um, got criticism because it didn't have enough modes. And it was uh, escalated by the fact that it had a mode called solo challenge mode, which you thought was going to be like, here are some challenges. And it was like, no, it's just one player mode. I, I don't know what that was. I still um, don't
0: understand what it is. It's I weird. don't know.
1: I feel like it's something they changed at the end. They were going to do something and we'll, maybe we'll get it. But they were yeah. like, we don't have it right now. Um, I think one thing that I see a lot of that does frustrate me. Um, we saw this with Animal Crossing. When Animal Crossing came out for the Switch, there were some things that were in the 3DS version that were not in the Switch version. Mm-hmm. And it became kind of this thing like, oh, they took this out. Um, they did not take anything out. Animal Crossing for the Switch is its own game. They didn't take things out because what it was on the on the 3DS, they just they can't just bring it over or you're going to have these horrible resolution graphics and whatever. Mm-hmm. And also the game is different. You're on an island or whatever. It sometimes themes don't match up. Um they don't take things out. That's not how it works. Uh, Mario Golf is lacking four features. Once you play basically everyone's flow is you play through the campaign mode takes about five hours like I'd say a little bit more than that a little bit more yeah I agree and then you go and you go to play golf and if you're not playing online you'll play a round of golf and you'll be bored before you reach the end of it because you're like what is my goal here then you find out very and they don't really talk about it but then you find out that you get these star points and you can get their clubs upgraded okay uh, I can try to upgrade a character to get the the, mm-hmm. the top clubs, but unless you're playing online, most likely against people you know, there's no more real fun to be had in this game. And even you have to admit, you're just playing through characters and getting their glove, getting their clubs. Once I do that, then what? But are you are you really having fun while you're doing that? I mean, you love Mario Golf, I, but I do, I have but, but you're but just no, kind of want... doing it probably while you're watching a show on Netflix. 100%. Yes.
0: And I think that goes back to, you know, look at old games, right? And people used to, you know, people always go back to and say, well, I had unlockable characters and I had this and I had that. Nowadays, you know, they give you, you know, Mario parties the same way. You get all of your characters and all of your boards up, up front. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so you look at, it, you know, people say, well, why are we going backwards in those types of things? And I think there's a lot of ways to look at it. Right. I mean, we never had DLC before, right? Right. We we never had online play. I think I think it's different. Um, I know yourself and and myself, we both love unlockables, right? That that makes games fun. Uh, and and they try to do it different ways. Like in Mario Golf, they try to do it with the clubs, and mm-hmm. um, it's tough, you know. They they're looking at ways to you know probably have DLC. I mean, we know we're getting DLC, right? I don't even know if it's oh, free okay.
1: or paid. Oh, it's What's probably going to be free. I would think it's free.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and who knows? But it's an interesting choice, right? I mean...
1: I think they could have exposed... um, If they would have exposed the club thing, like, if there was a screen where you saw the players and you just saw, like, a little club and it was empty, and that club with a silver and a gold, you'd yeah. be like, ooh, ooh, ooh like, I want to unlock those. But well, it's actually it, kind of hidden, right? Don't if, you think it, was, it feels hidden? You a, yeah, if you go to stats and characters, it will say, like,
0: 1,000 points to unlock. Yeah. Right, but you have to go down. The like, stats. I want to see it
1: right in front of me. Like, it's I wouldn't weird. even know.
0: The, the, a lot of that stuff is weird in Mario Golf, like we said. I mean, but again, is that a preference thing? I, I mean, I don't know. Is, is that the standard? Is the standard too high That saying, why don't we have unlockable characters? Why don't we have challenges? I mean, the game itself, I think, is very polished. People can hate the story mode all they want. It's fun. It's different. They, they mm-hmm. try to introduce new things. People
1: to play in all the courses. What do you expect? The courses are fine. I like the courses. they feel like they golf. did good. yeah yeah yeah, I, I think some of the criticism of Mario golf and, and I know this is like getting specific about Mario golf, but that's what I feel like this is the topic.
0: Um, good.
1: Some of the some of the criticisms run fair. Um, I think like almost like some people want like a miniature golf type course with something really interesting, but it feels like a natural golf course. Yep. Um, I, I don't love the wind and that one where that's very vertical. But I got used to it. I didn't know you can put the, the ball into the the funnel. I thought only you did. Um, yeah. But like it, Mario Golf, th- there is some legitimate criticism of Mario Golf, because unless you're playing online against people, you know, um, only like the real golf people like you mm-hmm. can find some fun in it. But for me, someone's more casual, like I'm not playing it. I'm playing it for Mario Golf League. Yeah. And then like there was one like a couple like well, I think once we played a few matches. Yeah. Um, whatever. And you know, if we played four people with the dad's discord battle golf I'd, and stuff, I would yeah. have more fun. The battle golf is fun, although it's a bit it's kind of a bit random, but it's fun. I mean, like, yeah, you, it's, it's kind of a, like a flip of the coin. But um, the story mode was lacking. I feel like the writing was lazy. And I and I say that because golf, if you play golf story. The writing is funny. The challenges are unique. They make they give you challenges like, okay, now you gotta play this golf course. We gotta do this thing. And there are times in the campaign mode of Mario Golf where they make you do like shoot the ball into the, 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 the buckets. Which that should have been like the challenge. That's we go yes. back to that solo challenge. That's what I thought that stuff was gonna be. And I think we'll see it. I think they just didn't finish it. Um yeah. But the fact that golf story Blows away the story mode of Mario Golf. I think is what has people upset. Because you have the resources of Nintendo behind this. But, and an indie game just blows it out of the water. Well, let me from, ask you this. What Mario sports game had an amazing story
0: mode? I don't know. It's just, it's, but that's my point. We are all upset that we wanted more out of it. But where's that standard coming from?
1: I, I well, my other theory is that In the older consoles like the GameCube, Mario Golf, and all that, when we think of Mario Baseball and all that, we think, oh, it was so much better. I don't know if it was so much better, but we generally played it with our siblings together, couch Mm -hmm. up. And now we're kind of playing solo. You know, I think think, that's part of it.
0: But you got to remember too, right? So back then, like we we, same examples, didn't waste resources on online play and, Mm -hmm. and other battle modes because. They know it was couch co-op, and they knew people wanted to do unlockables, and they knew there wasn't going to be DLC, mm-hmm. right? So they designed games differently back then. Now yeah. is a different time. So my point was is when they created games back then and they did all these things, people still want those things. So their standards are higher, but they are forgetting we're a lot of other stuff. Online play doesn't come free. You don't just develop a game and all of a sudden online play comes with it. That takes development time. DLC takes development time. So is there unlockable characters? Maybe not. You know? Right. Not right now. Not not right now, but maybe there will be, or maybe we're going to get free new characters. So I think it's just the the standards are different. And I think that gaming that's developed over the years, people now want every single type of development that we've ever seen in these games. Incorporate into one game right you know it's never going to be all of it yeah you know
1: that that's my point i guess i honestly don't have a problem that the game is a little stripped down i mean like i it shouldn't be but like i'm looking forward to when they announce new content and then i'll jump back in play for a little bit and then they'll announce new content they did that with tennis i don't mind that it keeps you interested in this game longer you'll play online longer and every time they add new content, you see a lot of people come back in and then the 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 online component like is mm-hmm. big and then it goes away and whatever. I look forward to when they add new characters and that Me sort too. of thing. Um, so I don't mind that it's a little stripped down. You got a campaign mode. You can play online. You can play solo and you can unlock the clubs. That's about it. But that's OK. Later on, we'll get some new stuff or whatever. I mm-hmm. do understand the criticism of you're going to make me wait a year to give me a few updates. I understand that criticism. I don't think it is um I don't know what the word is. It's not disingenuous. I think that's legit a legit criticism. Yeah. You could either like you and I are, don't find that a big deal. Other people do find it a big deal and I don't think they're being disingenuous. I think I've heard Marty say it. I don't think he's being disingenuous. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how he really feels. So I think it's fair. Um but I've heard people say, this isn't a $60 game. I'm not going to buy it. It is a $60 yeah, game is. because it's really fun. It. Yeah. Um, and you can play online with random people. You can play yeah. online with friends. There's a lot of fun to be had. It's a golf game. What did you expect to get exactly. out of it? Yeah, yeah. In fact, when I played Golf Story, I love Golf Story. I played the story mode and I figured I would play regular golf, like the courses against people. I never did because yeah, the, they didn't cool. have an online mode. They only had a local mode and there's nobody in my house that was going to play golf with me. Um, And if you did find somebody, it was somebody who didn't play through the the story mode. You would destroy them them in golf. So this game is actually very approachable, easy to teach for somebody who's new and you can play online and play other people. So, yeah, it's a $60 game. It's just that it's golf. Golf might not be something you want to spend 60 bucks on. Just
0: because it's Mario doesn't mean it's going to be any more fun, you know? Exactly. that I just
1: I I agree. The expectations are there. So. You're a huge golf fan. You would have paid a hundred dollars for this game. Yeah, I mean most yeah, people golf. don't like yeah. golf. Pretty I much. mean, so if you if you think it's not a sixty dollar game, it's because you're just not into golf. That's fine. <laughs> but that's it's really... fun. It's fun for what it
0: is. Yep. So John, uh, that's wrapping up our top ten. But what do we
1: have coming up the next few weeks? Um, it is small, but girthy. Oh, uh, this week, Friday, we have the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD with quality of life and 60 frame per second classic Zelda formula. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think you and I said both way more excited than we thought we would be. I am just really in the mood for a classic Zelda game. I'm excited for my Joy-Cons. I haven't bought a set of Joy Cons well, you, in you've years. You stole my lead, yeah, and the Joy Cons too.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if you know, I only own two sets of Joy Cons. You I,
1: own
0: the neons. The neon, yep, yellow. and the original, and the original neon, blue and red. That's it.
1: Oh, I thought no, you have the yellow. Yeah, you have the yellow and then the red and blue. Yes, yeah, right. so I've only bought yellow. That's the only separate pe- pair. Why I've did you ever buy bought. the yellow? Was it just because you needed those. four? Oh, okay. yeah, I like
0: those. Yellow. OK, I, I would have bought the orange and purple. I like those, too. But I bought the yellow
1: way before that. Yeah, my orange and purple, like they they're gone. I uh the orange got I tried to clean the orange one one time and I used like the wrong fluid oh, and it got it dirty. So I took. Yeah, I like I, those are the Joy-Cons that I, I reskinned with like fake plastics. Um, they're That's really good. orange and purple are really nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we get the Joy-Cons too, um, and then Chris Tales on July 20th. This might be under the radar for some people. Um, I know Jesse and I are really excited about this one, but it's, you know, um, this is a, it's an RPG. It deals with using the past and the future. It looks like it's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, I'm going to play this on Xbox because it comes out on Game Pass day and date. Um, so it's i like i like if whenever it comes out on game power, I always at least try it. This is definitely a game I'd rather play on the switch, but in case I don't like it, it would be nice not to spend money on it um, but yeah, July twentieth I was gonna play this day one, but I'm gonna play skyward sword so i'll get I'll get to that one next month um but yeah, skyward sword h d uh and then the the amiibo also comes out, so it's a big Ooh. day, July sixteenth yes, um. The last Zelda game, the last classic Zelda game that I played was Link's Awakening on Switch. And I'll never forget it because I played it. I had um, I had worked at Charles Schwab, if you remember. I remember. Because, uh, I was constantly complaining about it. Huh. And I got my job with Aetna. And my last day at Schwab was a Wednesday. And I took Thursday and Friday off. This was back when I didn't really take days off because I was being paid hourly and i took thursday and friday off and i started at on monday and i'll never forget that that friday i did a marathon of links awakening i started i, remember that. I started playing at 5am and i finished playing at about 5pm i didn't finish the game but i finished streaming so i streamed for like i think a combined like 11 hours and then I uh, actually finished the game the next morning. But that was the last uh, classic Zelda game. I'm really excited to play some classic Zelda Skyward Sword. Mm, me too. I'm excited. And you played through uh, this game on the Wii, right? I did. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: so that's it. That's the episode. And folks, do not forget to 20% off and free shipping with the code NINDADS at MANSCAPED.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at MANSCAPED.com. And use the code NINDADS to unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the right job with
1: Manscaped. I'm John, uh, I'm scheduled for another manscaping pretty soon here. Should well, I live like do it on the wait for, like I can do it for the betwixt. Can could you do like a live
0: stream, but maybe show from like your kneecaps down so you just see like the hair falling. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the
1: manscaped ad on TV. It really God. should be. Yeah. So it'll be awesome. You could do that. Could be the next big Twitch stream: girls using Manscaped and seeing the pubic hair uh, fall down. Oh my god! People would eat that shit up. No pun intended. Holy god! Oh my god! Oh god! Guys would go crazy. Free idea, everybody. That you'd only stream like once a month. (laughs) I, you think I do that? That probably wouldn't be allowed on Twitch, right? Probably. I don't know. It'd be like a
0: short stream once a month. I don't know if it's worth it.
1: If Amaranth told you that she was going to stream shaving and she hasn't shaved for a year oh my god look it it would, would, you it would watch get it? like a hundred thousand viewers
0: <laughs>
1: you would just your name would be on her calf kneecap, kneecap. <laughs> oh lordy
0: all righty john that's it for me good night guys good night The Dads After Dark Show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of
1: podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark Show channel for some naughty after dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at N Dads After
0: Dark. Ask us a question and we may answer it on the show. That's all for tonight. Good night, Dads. Sweet dreams. That was interesting. That was fun.